You the ones destroying shrines all over Valen? What's that got to do with you? What's it got to do with you? We are the Heralds of Lightning. Heavy drops from leaden clouds. Unleashed, the Lightning's name shall be Overman. The locals claim the gods are unhappy. No fear of their wrath. The wrath of the gods? The gods are dead. We but dispose of their rotting remains, the dying embers of superstition that harms. Great. Need a favor, though. You gotta clean up after yourselves here. Then go back to wherever you came from, dispose of those embers there. Religion is the opiate of the masses. The gods are dead. Thus speaks Master Friedrich of Oxenfurt. Common folk fear religion and the priests, not the gods. And this fear enslaves us in fetters of ignorance. We must forge a new morality, or rid ourselves of morality altogether. You'll do what you want. But if I were you, I'd get out of here, on account of the ghouls. And you beware, for he who long fights monsters turns monster himself, and the, uh, abyss gazes into him also. Sheesh, students. Hi everybody, this is Nick the Rat Radio. I'm Nick the Rat, and I'm coming to you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. It sounds like I'm coming in a little low, but that's just maybe just me. I don't know. It's very hard to get levels right in the year 2020. I'm going to pump this up just a little bit. It's going to blow out your speakers with my voice. Yay! We're up to episode 239 of Nick the Rat Radio. Yes, I said it. 230 fucking nine. Uh, seven fifteen. What is that? Well, January, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. It's July, July fifteenth. Holy shit! It's July fifteenth, twenty twenty. It's eleven p.m. in uh, Eastern Standard Time. I like to do things late at night. I feel uh, there's an energy. There's an energy that uh, could be absorbed into the podcast radio waves of the internet that is just not present at other times of the day. I think during the day, a lot of people are lame. They, they're, they're, not, they're not in the mood. They're not in the mood for this kind of uh, podcastery, if you know what I'm trying to say. Last week, we were talking about a whole bunch of weird, crazy pseudoscience stuff. We were talking about that dude that uh, founded Cambridge, and there was, uh, and I ended it with something that I wanted to talk about the entire show, and I'm a little upset that I didn't really get to talk about uh, the main the main chunk that I wanted to talk about in the the space plagues. Yes, uh, it was um, uh, um, something about sunspots and uh, sun cycles and viruses, and. Uh, I'm going to continue uh, down that path a little bit today as well. We're going to go, we're going to go further though. We're going to go from space to Earth into the ocean. It's going to be uh, a wild ride. I hope you stick around. I didn't see any clips from Zindu this week, so sadly, I don't think we're going to know anything that's going on in the world today, other than the fact that Zindu is not going to get a paycheck. Uh, Let's crack open a bad boy if you if you have a bad boy with you. 
Uh, so grab your drink of choice and your smoke of choice. I'm not judging anybody here. There's no judges here. We're all in this together. I'm going to be drinking this 42-ounce bottle. It's plastic. Don't worry. You can't you can't hurt anybody with this anymore. You used to be able to kill people with 42 ounces of Old English, but I should not have opened this so close. The last time I opened a carbonated beverage near my equipment, it didn't. Yeah, I know it didn't go well, but. All right, this one didn't explode. Thank God. It looks like probably nobody touched this thing in fucking ages. It was probably just sitting in the back of a truck. Look at that. Look at that. Looks like looks like a nice fresh bottle of urine. Ugh. Yeah, they sell old E in plastic bottles. But um, that's just so you could squeeze it and guzzle it faster, if you know what I'm trying to say. When am I going to get a sponsorship, Old English? Nick the Rat. Approved. Ugh. Ugh. Tastes like the sewer. Yeah, I know. Urine would be fresher. Um, so, yeah, more virus talk tonight. And where it came from. Maybe where did we come from? Where did it all come from? Oh, man. Where did that old English come from? We should put it back and bury it. Uh, we will be having open lines at one point. We'll be... Uh, oh. The P.O. Box last week was amazing. And this week it seems to be amazing as well. We got uh, two more piece parcels. Par- two, two parcels of mail in the P.O. Box. If you would like to send me something in the P.O. Box and have me open it live on air, I have no idea what's in these things. I've only seen the outer, in the, the the enclosures for it. And boy, oh boy, they look fun. So we'll be opening those live on the air, and hopefully there's no anthrax or fucking whatever in there. So we'll find out. But uh, what else do we have? I don't know. Oh yeah, music. We do uh we do music. Uh, all the music is CC by 3.0. It's all from SoundCloud. You can get it from my SoundCloud page, SoundCloud slash Nick the Rat slash likes. You can find links for everything on my website, and it's pretty goddamn laid out well. You can find whatever you want there. The, there was a, there was some dude on No Agenda Social. You know who you are, dude on No Agenda Social, and he was like. Dude, what's your phone number? I'm like, dude, dude, go to no, go to nickthrat.com. It's all there. And then I, I still even gave him the number. I just wrote the number down. And they're like, dude, the dude, like, he was like, uh, a day later, he's like, dude, I didn't write down that phone number. Can you give it to me again? I'm like, dude, it's, I, it's there. I sent you the message. I don't get people sometimes, but uh, hopefully he's listening tonight. He's probably getting real angry at me, too. He seems like that kind of person that would just get real angry at stuff. Like, I can't believe Nick the Rat's shit-talking me. Live on air. It's just love, baby. It's love. Anyway. um, Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's play some fucking music and get this show on the road here. We're, we're going to start off with... Uh, what is this one called? 
I don't have the name now because the tape got eaten before. Okay, this one is by uh, Dream Electronic, All or Nothing. I hope you enjoy it. I know I enjoyed it. And now we'll enjoy it together. You're a badass motherfucker. 
Okay, good. So Immanuel Kant was a 19th century German philosopher most notable for his work on ethics. Ethics is the philosophical study of moral action. It's not just about judging people per se, but rather looking at right and wrong as concepts in themselves and how we might figure out the best way for people to behave. There are two general schools of thought on this. Consequentialism divides right from wrong entirely based on the consequences of an action, or in other words, the end justifies the means. Deontology, on the other hand, is the position that the consequences don't really matter because moral judgment is contained in the act alone. Kant was a deontologist and frustrated with the sort of Mickey Mouse wishy-washy subjectivity of moral theory of the day, he proposed an absolute, stone-cold, objective, unbreakable moral law which he called the categorical imperative. The categorical imperative is based upon Kant's idea that morality is derived from rationality and all moral judgments are rationally supported. So just as rational thought leads us to an objective reality, so too is there an objective morality we can locate through the same process. The categorical imperative is an absolute, non-negotiable, universal moral law that holds up regardless of context and circumstance. Kant was absolutely unwavering on this point. What's this right is right cunts? and what's wrong is wrong, full stop. To further analyse Kant's ethical framework, we can break the categorical imperative down into three maxims. The first maxim is that all your actions must have universality. In other words, you should only do something if you think it would be okay if everybody did it all the time. For example, you might be innocently flirting with your 18-year-old co-worker behind your wife's back, but to work out whether this is okay, you have to first imagine a world in which literally every single human being around the entire globe was flirting constantly with attractive teenagers as soon as his or her partner's back was turned. If this doesn't seem like a desirable world to live in, then it's not okay to do it. Not even once. The second maxim is that every human being must be treated as an end rather than a means to an end. What this basically means is that you're never allowed to manipulate anyone no matter what. This stands in stark opposition to consequentialist theories that take into account the greater good. Kant thought that the greater good was irrelevant. Each person is his own rational agent and no one person may be manipulated to achieve the goals of another. That means that you can never lie. Cunt ever, to anybody, under any circumstances, for any reason. The third maxim is that you should always behave as though you are the absolute moral authority of the entire universe. It should be noted that some people already think this, but it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Kant. A major criticism of Kant's second maxim is that if somebody came to your door with an axe and asked you to kindly tell him the location of your children so that he can hack them into tiny pieces, you would be morally obligated to tell him the truth. Kant responded quite controversially, yes. You would, but he didn't see anything wrong with that. Because the murderer is his own moral agent, you're not responsible for his choices, you're only responsible for your own. That said, there's also nothing morally wrong with you locking the door and calling the police. Immanuel Kant is one of the most influential philosophers of all time, not only in ethics, but in epistemology and political theory. However, I only have three minutes to talk about him, and quite frankly, anyone who logs onto the internet to listen to me talk about Kant for three minutes has already realised this is nothing like what they'd expected. <laughs> Yeah, please close the door. That was and stay out there. What? The show is not about cunt. Uh, this is the show is about uh, viruses. I think. Why are we getting to philosophy here? This is more about uh, chemistry, biology. So the the thing that I left out last time was that there was a comets too that that are going past the Earth, and the tail breaks off, and the tail has these little bits and pieces in it that uh, have viruses in them, and then they fall through the uh, the atmosphere, and they're protected. The only time these viruses actually do break open to become active 
is once they're inside of the human system or whatever system they're attacking. But uh, so these these viruses can be coming from outer space. There's uh, no proof that they're not, but there's also no proof that they are either. So you can't argue uh, can't argue with me on that one. I think. Uh, also, there's like uh, the sun cycle, and and uh, every eleven years it seems that this this occurs. Maybe it's the way the comets are flying past. There might be like these giant. There might be aliens. Okay, viruses. They get into your DNA. Oh man, I gotta write that question down for Adam Curry. There, what is there sexuality in his DNA? Okay, let me write that down. Might be from a virus. Uh. So these viruses, we don't know where they actually came from. They uh, have existed for maybe longer than everything. They might have been here before us. Maybe maybe human cells or cells and bacteria and, and plant cells and all that shit. Maybe, that's, maybe those are the viruses. Maybe the virus was in a perfect form of stasis. Before any of this other shit came along. And it was just like happily sitting there. And all this other shit came along. And he's like, oh, god damn it. I don't know. It's very strange to think about viruses themselves. Because there is there is no... Um, they, they they don't have protein? Is that what they don't have? They don't have something to reproduce. So how could you even have a chicken and egg scenario... If there is no chicken or egg... I guess the egg is the person it, it, it infects, it latches on. It's like a perfect puzzle piece. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like if, I'd hate to use this term, but like if God was playing Tetris, these little pieces, they fall into place, they lock in, and then they breed. It's, there might be stuff going on that we don't even know about. In reality and time and space. But these viruses, I think they could, uh, they, they're not supposed to live long in outer space, but if they're on a, on a comet tail and the sun cycle is melting the comet tail and then the melted sun comet tail falls through the atmosphere and lands right on your ass while you're sunbathing. And and then the virus, it's like a moist, wet spot that landed right in your, right, right on your asshole, like a little, and then, then you get sick. Hey, what's going on, Sono Fisker? What does that say? Fiskenny? I don't know, there's some. Yo, what's going on? Uh... Tons of ton, tons of things to think about. Son of Snake. There you go. Okay, I, I see it now. Uh, there's tons of there's tons of um, options for these viruses. We're gonna get a lot more uh, in in detail about them as well. There's there's some crazy shit we're gonna be talking about tonight. Not just about comic tales. Ooh, uh, but we'll be we'll be talking about other places for stuff that they just fit in so perfectly. But we're going to go to a voicemail right now. 917-719-5923. Holy crap. There's a lot of voicemails. 
Let's just pick one at random. Let's just go for a random voicemail. 917-719-5923. I'm a little scared. When you see a when you see a whole bunch of voicemails coming from a single source, it's a little scary. Okay, people who don't hear it, thank God that I'm doing this live. I think I know what's happening. I think I know what's happening. Actually, I don't know what's happening. Let me uh, try that again. Let me just play it really quick. People aren't hearing this. Let me see where the... Aura... People don't hear the voicemail? Flesh, astral body is free of impurities. They can be linked back to the vampire. Okay, there it is. Okay. Purification is best done while taking a bath or a shower to ease into a natural altered state of mind, conducive to psychic work. Close your eyes and feel the water on your skin. Ooh. After about a minute of meditation on these sensations, imagine there is... More than just liquid pulsing around you, but a static field of energy surrounding Keep your eyes shut and astrally see what the energy field looks like. When you can see your astral body, begin to look for any dark spots on it. Visualize the dark impurities leaving your astral body and being washed down the drain. Once you feel you're cleansed, get out of the shower. And then the second part is the banishing ritual. Sorry about that little uh, blank spot at the start. As I was just, uh, mentioning earlier, I was fucking with my audio, so I love that I do the show live. And I got a chat room here. You can go to the chat room. Guess how you could find it? You could fucking send me tons of messages on social media. Or just go to nicktherat.com. Uh, yeah, people are saying that they heard asshole body. No, astral. Astral body. And I also heard something about uh, uh, vampires in there. Vampirism? Something about uh, energy... Was that energy vampires? No, it wasn't energy vampires. But yeah, was, that was... That was a cool fucking voicemail. Thank you for that. Um, now that's got me thinking, like, viruses are kind of like uh, a vampire, sort of. Vampires, they don't really procreate, re... re they don't... Uh, fecal vampires? They, they can't... Uh, vampires can't make other vampires by... Uh, by fucking, right? I don't think there's, there's like vampire orgies and stuff, and that's why there's no, um, stuff going on. I don't think that's, I, I think they just, I think vampires kind of just recreate by biting other people 
and kind of like infecting them, kind of like a virus. I wonder if there's a lot of like uh, similarities between um, science and these stories about monsters and creatures and stuff. There's there's probably some connection. Ways to explain things by explaining them through story. The vampiric embrace. Uh, the astral troll? Okay, the astral toll? That's... That's a little bit too much for me. Maybe I should pop my collar here. Uh, hey, hey, now I look like a vampire. Um, way off topic. We're talking about viruses tonight, but we still have a lot of voicemails. We're going to play another voicemail here. 917-719-5923. You can leave a voicemail right now. I'll be opening the phone lines a little bit later. You can call in. Actually, if there's anybody out there that knows a lot about, uh, virus, viries, varicels, uh, um, or, you know, shit like that, I would love to hear from you because I do have a lot of questions. I have a lot more to talk about about viruses. I'm just not jumping into it too fast so I don't blow my load too quickly. It's kind of like a kind of like when you're making love to somebody. You don't want to just totally just, just be like, "Oh, I touched your leg and then blowed my load." You want to be able to like touch the leg and then maybe go to the knee. And then once you get to the knee, you can blow your load and then bam. But, you know, if you want to if you want to extend that shit, you got to you got to hold that load back. You got to kind of just let it trickle. You got to let it, yeah. Uh, boy. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's do another voicemail. 917-719-5923. Hey, Nicholas Rat. It's Rick Cat. And uh, you can call me Ridiculous Rickless. Anyway, dude, I had to laugh when you, I just listened to your story about your vodka exploding. I had a problem one time where I accidentally spilled Jack Daniels on my balls, and that burned. And I remember I was talking to this girl, and we were on the phone, and kind of go, well, we'll just leave it at that. Ooh. And I was like, oh, 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 God, my balls! And that just ruined the whole mood. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, I can imagine. Anyway, man, uh, I hope you're having a good way. Oh, by the way, did you read the article uh, that... Uh, said that traffic lights are, you guessed it, racist. What? Uh, Washington Post. Not the uh, Onion or any, you know, thing like that. I'll tell you, dude, the world is getting crazy. I'm sure you saw the article, or maybe you're smarter and didn't look. All right, dude. I'm across the room, so I'm going to hate to do this. Hey, Google. I'm only finding articles from 2015. What red lights, red light cameras may, that's, that's red light cameras. That's not traffic lights. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I see July 8th. Traffic signals not racist on this website right here. Perhaps the aggregators at Memoridium are trolling me this morning like, uh, unintentional racism found in traffic signals. What the hell is this? 
I, I'm going down a rabbit hole here. This is on uh, now. Now I'm over. You just find links and you click it, and then you go into another one. Now I'm in a, a level.medium.com. Uh, how is how is the traffic light? Is this where's the where's the punchline here? Technology and necessity propelled the shift from verbal crosswalk cues to lunar white walking person. Uh, okay. So you're saying that the person crossing the street is is white because the lights are white. So maybe that explains why I saw all those other ethnicities standing at the street corners other than white people crossing. Because they were like, when can I cross? That's got to be a troll. That can't be real. All right. Okay, we're gonna listen to another song here. We have to we have to freshen up from that one. That was a little that was that's craziness. That's insane. Medium is it's totally reliable. Totally reliable here. We got uh, more music. We got more stuff and whatnot and thingies and whoozas and we're coming up. Uh, well, we... oh, you could also send uh, emails. Somebody sent me one last week. At uh... I'll read that when we come back. I'll read it when we come back. Email nick at nicktherat.com and put gas blast in the title. And if I'm not too drunk, I will remember to check on the email machine and I'll read it. But until then, let's listen to Astro Space Moth by uh, with K9. That's the name of the band is Astro Space Moth. And the song is K9. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat does look like viruses Wow, 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 wow. Uh, ah. 
All right, well, let's let's talk a little bit more about what the subject is going to be on tonight before we get into uh, just insanity, craziness, uh, and all-out warfare. It, there's a whole bunch of different types. Oh, crap. I actually... Fuck, uh, did I not save the link? I didn't save the link. It was it was a good link. There was pictures of all the different types of viruses. Vi- vi- there's a they they come in all different shapes and sizes. They come in uh, balls. They come in um the logs. You get shafts. You get balls and shafts. There's a there's a whole bunch of like different forms of uh uh viruses out there. It seems that there's a lot of viruses not only in outer space. Actually, you know, the 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 the, the space viruses are uh neither here nor there. There's definitely space bacteria though. And if there's bacteria in space, then there's definitely viruses in space because there's a fuck ton of viruses in the ocean. In in the In the most moistest area of Mother Gaia, it is teeming with viruses. There is actually, actually the whole planet, the whole fucking planet probably has more viruses than any any other living creature or creature. But we don't really know if they're alive. We can't really tell they're alive. It's a whole different way of thinking. It's uh, humans. Humans are very, I'm not a human, but I'm just saying in a human, like, I think like a human because uh, I got to talk to them. The the humans are my audience. There's not many rat listeners. So either way, there's a, we got to quarantine the whole fucking planet. We're we're done. Uh, Oh, sorry. It's the oldie speaking there. Viruses attack animals. They attack plants. And they attack bacteria. Now, this is a... Uh, it's, 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 I wonder if there's viruses that attack other viruses. I guess they can't because viruses don't have what viruses need. And what viruses need is Brando. Uh, but, you know, viruses are actually good because... Supposably... 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 Viruses... When they attack bacteria in the ocean, they create more photosynthesis. Yes, you heard me. Viruses actually help create oxygen for all of us motherfuckers to breathe. Uh, Like 50% of the oxygen that we breathe outside is created from the ocean. And most of the ocean's is created from viruses they 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 see viruses are weird they got these little puzzle pieces as i said before they got these little legs or these graspers or these uh or it's imagine if you ran around the street uh when i say you i mean maybe me with your pants down okay and you're shaking your uh tail yeah your tail you got your pants down and you got your tail out. You're running down the street and 
every hole, no matter what size you see, you're trying to jam your tail into it. I know not many people do this, but sometimes when I'm feeling a little bored, I like to take my pants off and run down the street and see what holes fit. Now, sometimes, sometimes you'll fit into a hole. Sometimes you won't. Sometimes you'll just bounce right off. And that's what these viruses do. There seems to be a a hole for every virus. I'm sure there's viruses that we don't even know exist that don't have holes that exist yet for them. I'm teaching you guys science here. This shit's fucking for real. And uh, they're just smacking against everything. And sometimes, sometimes they'll find their hole. They'll get their suckers or whatever stuck on there. And then once they do that, the virus kind of like injects injects their RNA into the uh, bacteria or plant cell or animal cell. It's they, they don't give they well I guess they do give a fuck. It depends on what they're doing, and because um, you have viruses all over you, you're covered in your fucking animals are covered in viruses and your intestines and and. Uh, but in the ocean, there's a whole bunch of viruses, f- f- fucking butt-fucking bacteria. One little virus could land on a bacteria, like a virus is like a minuscule compared to the bacteria, and then they, they butt-fuck it, basically, uh, without its consent. It's like a war going on. And uh, it, shoots, it shoots its load inside of it, sweet, sweet virus load all up inside of the bacteria. And then it starts to uh, recreate itself over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It uses... It uses the cell it, it, it squirts its load into to uh, recreate itself. And at some point, the uh, it's fully loaded. The cell is... And it's fully loaded. It explodes. The cell explodes, and then the virus... It's, it's like a... Kind of like a... It's gross. It's fucking gross. But this shit's happening in the ocean. It's happening... This virus is swimming around in water. I don't even know. Do they swim? I don't know. That's why I need like a real scientist. Like I, I know some of this shit. Like some, I'm not lying to you. What I'm saying is true. But there's people that know how it works better than me. And if you know how this works, I would love for you to call into the show so I could ask you these questions. Because I want to know: Do viruses swim, or are they just uh, getting pushed around by like Brownian motion until they find their hole? I don't know. I really don't fucking know. Anyway, let's listen to another voicemail. Actually, you know, let's read, let's let's read a gas blast because there's one from last week. I feel bad I didn't read it. It's probably gonna be way off topic right now. Let's read that here. Where is this? Here? I go here. Type in gas. Gas blast. Blast of gas. Yeah, we only had one last week. And nobody sent any gas blast this week so far. Let me read this here, gas blast. Oh boy. It's one of these. It's a question. I think it's a question. I read all these. I don't, I don't pre-screen my gas blast. I just let them rip. Uh, you're in the saloon in New Mexico... When an Arizona Ranger slaps your ass and calls you Texas Red 
and tells you to meet him outside at high noon. What do you do? Keep in mind that the ranger's aim is deadly, with the big iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. Okay, well, let's see. If I'm in a saloon in New Mexico and an Arizona ranger slaps my ass, calls me Texas Red and tells you to meet him outside at high noon... I'd probably finish my beer and slip out the back. Go to the liquor store. Buy an eighth of vodka. Then I go to 7-Eleven or something. Get a Slurpee. Probably cherry. A red Slurpee. Whatever, red. Um, flavor red. I don't know how the scientists make cherry. They just put red in there. They don't have eighths of vodka? I don't know. They fucking a little, you know, a, sm- a handheld vodka sized thing. Whatever. I fill that into the fill that into the the Slurpee. Maybe buy some KY. Go back and meet the the Texas Ranger at noon and get fucked up and have a party. By the way, KY the fuck's ky stand for people are uh, it's does anybody here know what ky stand if you know the secret of ky jelly uh please let me know um i have some theories about it it was either made in kentucky which it wasn't so it's not kentucky yum ky it there is nobody knows what ky stands for but i'm thinking if uh because I'm so suave, I'm such a uh, handsome uh, uh rodent and the women love me that if you need KY jelly to get her moist, KY must stand for kill yourself. Kinky yak, cat yak, uh cool Yankees. No, I'm think I'm thinking it means uh it's it's either kill yourself because you can't get her moist, you need the help of a uh, a factory worker. Uh, this is pretty hard. This this. All right, you know what? I take it back. I sh- I should never say that. Just because you can't get a a, a lady uh, moist, you shouldn't you shouldn't kill yourself. Uh, maybe may, okay. Maybe the creator knew two ladies that were super dry. It's maybe it wasn't the creator's fault. He shouldn't kill himself. And their names were like uh, Karen and Yelena. Maybe it's Karen and Yelena uh, jelly because or lube. Uh, and he, those those two were just uh, extra, extra rough. And, you know, he had a he made this formula. He made this formula and uh, it helped him out with those two ladies. It could maybe possibly Karen and Yolanda could be those two. Maybe. I don't know. Just a theory. Just a theory. Maybe we should have uh, Kanye year 2020. Maybe. Maybe. Kemet Egypt? How does that even work? Uh, let's look at voicemails. We got, uh, we got voicemails. We're going to listen to some voicemails here. 917-719-5923. Let's listen to a voicemail over here. Part two. Oh. The banishing ritual. All impurities and negativities should be purged from the area to make a safe place where your the astral vampires can neither enter nor manifest. 
using psychic links to the elements. Number one, water, a glass of water, of course. Number two, earth, a dish of salt or a dish of uh, dirt from your area, like a garden or a farm field or a place that you feel a natural connection to the earth. Number three, fire, a white candle, or really any kind of candle. doesn't matter. Number four, air, a stick of incense or a burning sage, anything like that. And then number five, a spirit. It's not represented physically. Set them upon a small table in the middle of the room to be purified. Incense, air, should be placed on the east. The candle, your fire, should be placed on the south. Your water, on the west. And then the earth should be facing north. When you enter the room, dim the light. All right. While performing the following 12 steps. Coming soon. <laughs> I like this. It's, uh, it's coming in phases. We're going to learn about asshole vampires or uh, how to repel them. I think you just put KY jelly all over the floor. And they'll slip and bust their asses and they'll leave you alone. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, uh, you know, well, we should listen to maybe one more voicemail over here. We should probably listen to one more voicemail. We got a lot of voicemails. Uh, I've also, uh, it's kind of late. It's almost midnight in the sewer. And I didn't get to the donations. I usually open the phone lines after the donation segment, which I'll be doing after the next song. So uh, we'll be listening to one more voicemail that just came in. It's kind of fresh. It's kind of hot off of the the cooker. We're going to listen to this one, and then we're going to listen to a musical interlude, and we're going to come back. We're going to do the donation segment, Uh, and then we'll uh, open the phone lines. And if you're a late-night, Biologist, give me a call. Apparently that person did not want to leave a voicemail. Uh, this one also just came in hot off of the fresh freshness. Forward, Nick the Rat, you are incorrect. It was made in Kentucky by a brother and sister duo. They got sick of rubbing their pubic hair against one of us. They greased up with long tractor grease, and they called it KY. To mean caro, yes, syrup. Uh, this is the truth. And uh, they penetrated for many years until the blue babies killed them out of, well, fun. Ew. Nasty. Uh, that's, that might be a possibility. I would not uh, doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it by a country mile. There's, I have heard crazier things in my life, and it seems that life just keeps getting crazier and crazier every day. So that sounds like it could possibly be a possible possibility. Not impossible, but possible. All right, let's uh, play uh, music, and we'll, we'll be back in a minute or two. This one is a cover of... Uh, a Likey Lee song, Likey Lee song called I Follow Rivers. And the cover is by, oh boy, Ozji Ertel. 
if you would like to find any of this music, it's all on the SoundClouds. You could go there, Nick the Rat slash likes, or go to my website, NickTheRat.com or NickTheRatRadio.com, and you'll find it there. And if you can't find it there, send me a message on social media, and uh, I'll fucking send you the link, and you'll probably forget it, and I'll send it to you again.
Want to take a ride? From the dark sewer in the filthy American Northeast, it's Nick the Rat Radio with your host, Nick the Rat. Now, here's Nick. Uh, hi? I don't know if I'm connected. Oh, damn it. What is going on here? I think I got kicked off the internet again. Let me, uh, restart my router. Am I connected? I'm back. Hello? Am I back, everybody? Is Nick the Rat back? That was weird. I didn't even have to restart anything. It was, it's midnight in the sewer. I think, uh, I think the angry uh, person in the, in the, in the sky just fucking shat all over my show. But, uh, I'm back on. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, 30 seconds ago I just reconnected. So that's. Gremlins just fucking ate my connection up. They were like, oh, it's midnight in the sewer. Fucking, yeah, Chaz came in and canceled my shit. But, uh, we're back. That was, uh, uh, scary. But, uh, yeah, let's go. Okay, here we go. Ah, whew. Space herpes. We're going to do a little donation segment now. We're going to go over all the people that have donated. If you'd like to submit uh, donations to the show, if you'd like to help the show out, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. The uh, cost of living in New York City is becoming insane. I think uh, I'm going to be... I think people are going to be jealous that I'm in the sewer right now. I think the, there's going to be a large eviction problem because there's no job. Like, the entire entertainment business is gone. It's gone. There's no more... Uh, I know a lot of people that are like uh, like burlesque dancers or showmen or actors or singers or or sports people and all that. And there's acrobats and and all this shit. There's tons of stuff out there. And all those jobs are, are fucking gone. And... And there's even more jobs than just that. Fucking gone. It's all gone. They're all gone. There's there's nothing going on here. You can't do anything. You there there's bartenders and waiters and waitresses and I guess all that shit. It's it's, it's gonna be really. It's gonna be fucking scary in New York City soon. And I think they're all gonna be coming down. Into the sewer. So, people could donate money to me. That's you know, you can keep the money. Actually, you know, if 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 you have money that that you need, keep it for yourself. You should always keep your own money. But if you enjoy the show and you would like to donate and help me out, that would be uh, appreciated. But it's I also understand if you can't. Let's. I think I got a couple of people that uh, showed some monetary support this week. I will. I don't dox people. I like to read their. Initials, I do their initials unless you tell me you want your name read, you know. So if, uh, I have accidentally doxed people before. Whoa, it looks like we actually, let me go back to the first one. I go through all this here. Let's see, let's see, let's see what we got this week. And this week, let's see. We also also have a uh, P.O. box, which I got two letters, which I'll be opening live on the air. And then after I do all this, we'll be uh, opening the phone lines. So let's see here. PayPal. PayPal. You received a payment. BBN. BBN with 420. Thank you so much, BBN, for the 420. That makes... uh, Uh, That's awesome. Oh, looks like this. Look at this. 
Looks like BBN just canceled their automatic updates. That's great. BBN, I hope uh, you're financially stable. I hope everything is going good for you. Uh, thank you for all of the support thus far, and I hope you still tune in and listen. I hope you didn't cancel because you hate me, and I hope you didn't cancel because uh, issues. All right, let's see what else we have here. JB with a 420. Thank you so much, JB. Uh, LB with a 420. By the way, LB, I think the open hole is open again. It might not be working properly yet, but if you'd like to test it, you could hop into the open hole there, LB. Uh, let's see here. That's nothing. Uh, NB. Holy bully, scribbly, scrambolies. NB with a 20, 20, with a 20, not a 2020, just a 20, a 20 spot. Thank you so much. That will definitely help buy a couple more of these old English bottles that are plastic. I could recycle these. I could probably make a floating boat. NB, you're amazing. Thank you. Um... See, do we get anything else here? JA with a 420. JA, thank you so much. You're drinking a 40 old E2 imposter? Awesome. Thank you. That's uh and finally BM BM with a 420. It's true. It's a, it's a really shitty time, especially for people in like the entertainment business in uh hard it's hard ja it might be julian assange you don't know i'm not uh not doxing anybody now dollarario dollaroos it's slowly coming back but i know a lot of people that got hit hard uh, okay now let's try not to dox these people this is uh my p.o box i should know this by heart by now but i don't so let me just open up my web page you too. You could too go to nicktherat.com. Nicktherat.com. For my P.O. box, I should put it in the donate section, but it's in the social. I gotta add that in there. Anyway, physical mail. Send to nick at P.O. Box 90549-90549. Brooklyn, New York, 11209. This, the studio is in 11209. All right. This one is... Uh, Maybe I should start with this one. I'm going to start with this one. I'm going to hide information. It's a. Uh, it comes in a. Uh, how can I describe this? It looks like two pieces of cardboard duct taped together. There might be a person in here. Let me grab. I need a knife. I need knife. It, it looks like there might be a CD in here. I think this uh this is from uh, Radex. I think it's from Radex. Radex zero twenty three. That's his name. I don't. I use uh I use a little blade. I got this little blade here. All right, let's see what's in here. I hope this doesn't jump out and bite me. I think it's a. I think it's a CD, which, which I'd be very scared to put in my computer. All right. Ah. Uh, all right, that's one side open. Let's open one more side. 
Oh, he wrote 33 on there too? I don't know if it's a he. I actually don't know if Radix 023 is a he. Maybe Radix is a is a she. So I know it might be trying to hack me, so it might be trying to get access to the sewer studio launch codes. Cut all these sides off here. He did a good job at taping this closed. Don't know what's in here. Might jump out and bite me. I hope I didn't scratch the C D if there is a CD in here with the Razor blade. Oh, I almost cut my fucking head off. All right, let's see if I... I still can't open it. He fucking got this good. All right, let me... Hold on. All right, that should be good. All right. Oh, yeah, there's... There's two CDs in here. It looks like Window 95 installers here. Uh, Tribute... Nick the Rat. Uh, it looks like it wrote Opus. I don't know what that says. Uh, these, this is like old school. Like you, you probably have these in your basement somewhere. We got Tribute Z Nick the Rat Opus O two. So this is Opus O one and Opus O two. I will find a. Um, I will put these into the computer in a government office, and then I will listen to them and I will tell you what I think. Actually, yeah, I might be able to... I don't even know if I have a CD player. <laughs> might, have, might take me a while to actually listen to these. Whew. But I shall... Uh, I shall listen to them soon. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. But uh, I got two CDs. Can't wait to hear them. Thank you so much for that. And then we got this other letter. This one I'm excited as well about cover that part this one is this one has ufp i think it's the united federation of planets now um what is weird about this one is where is this? let me put that there united ufp i think but that looks like a sperm it looks like there's a sperm in there and the other weird thing is ugh. The wax seal... I'm scared to open this one. <laughs> the wax sealer kind of looks like... Uh, looks like jizz. Look at that. Looks like they somebody jizzed on this envelope. So, uh... Yeah, we're going to see what's going on here. It might be... I wonder if this is the person that sends uh, John C. Dvorak, UF, uh, United Federation of Planet. We'll see what happens when I open this. Ah, oh, jeez. I really hope it's not anthrax. One day I'm probably going to get anthrax here. Might be wax. Could be jizz. I'm just going to rip this guy open. I'm sorry. I'm going to damage the beautiful letter. Let's see what we got in here. It's a... Typed out note. Holy shit. There's two letters in here. Let's go through the first one first. It's got the... <laughs> it is the United Federation of Penises. Letterhead. And then it's typed out. Okay, let me go through here. Zindu of Oktar, P.O. Box 9549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Fourth cycle of Zahar. 
Esteemed Zindu of Oktar, the Momentum Selection Staff of the United Federation of Penises is pleased to inform you that our committee has unanimously decided after lengthy, lengthy deliberation to designate your seven penises as intergalactic members of valor. As such, we will be erecting monuments to their everlasting honor as soon as sufficient, sufficiently gigantic slabs of marble are obtained. Once erected, the Fali shall serve, shall serve as glistening beacons of hope and wonder for the children at each tip of the Federation. Oh, this is this is a lovely letter about dicks. This is great. Uh, through our rigid selection process, your penises have been beaten off stiff competition to rise to the top. Zindu does have a few of them. Uh, many are examined, but only seven are chosen for these ends. In the same vein, let me say that none of the other penises considered for this honor were such massive accomplishments. Each and every one of your penises have performed undeniable acts of heroism, None more so than penis number four, which suffered grievously during the nymphomaniac invasion of Celebusia. Celebusia. While the abrasions have healed, the bend from being thrust into onslaught into the onslaught proved permanent. A sacrifice for which the United Federation of Penises will be forever in your debt. With utmost gratitude, Dick Nabaru. Richard <laughs> Director of Member Selection United Federation of Penises dictated but not read and the bottom has some dicks on there as well so far week two of the P.O. Box has been amazing and there's another little letter here let's see if this I could read this on there I don't know this might be like Nick, have you received two previous communiques? Did you designate your P.O. box as any name so Zindu et al. may receive mail? K. Who is the special K? Look at this shit, man. Thank you, K. Um, I don't think I put Zindu on the P.O. box. Send it to Nick. I have not received any mail for Zindu directly. I've only gotten Nick the Rat mail. I've gotten... uh. So I hope uh, I'm keeping all these. I'm going to hang these on the fucking studio wall one day. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be opening the phone lines now. Right after this song. We're going to go to a song break, and then after the song break, we're going to come back. Uh, I'm sorry. It's taken so long to get the phone lines open. I know. You want to talk to me. I know I want to talk to you as well. But first, let's listen to Cloudness with Wide Putin Synthwave Remix. We're going to open the phone lines. Thank you for all of uh, the donations and P.O. Box letters. It's always a thrill to get physical mail. I love you guys and gals and everything in between and outside.
stole my cotton candy. I knew it was you. I saw you at the park and I said, oh, let me put my cotton candy down. I gotta go use the bathroom. And then I came out and I saw you running off with my dog goddamn cotton candy. Oh, you know that was pink polka dot cotton candy. And then you took it and you stole it. You ran off with it, you fucking prick. I want your name, your phone number, your telephone, for every pink color, color cover. I want everything. Favorite polka dot colors, red, yellow, white, green. I don't care, prick. Oh, give me your fucking number. 917-719-5923. The lines are open. You can call me now and talk to me about whatever you like to talk about. Love, life, uh, viruses. Uh, you can talk to me about uh, anything. Whoa, hello, caller. Caller? 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 Hello? 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 Do you hear me? Oh, of course. Yes, this is Dr. Anthony Fauci. We were <laughs> going to talk about viruses. Uh, this is seriously Fauci, the famous uh, doctor that did Ebola? Anthony, yes, it's Anthony. No, seriously, that's my brother. But I'm Anthony. Oh, well, I, I actually was talking about viruses tonight, and uh, you sound like you might know exactly uh, what I'm uh, – you might have some answers for me. No, I don't have any answers. Have you watched me on TV? Of course I don't have any answers. Well, then, in that case, let me start off with uh, question number one. Uh, if, if, how could I protect myself from, from a virus? you got to move to another planet. Question number two. Are... Sorry, sorry, that's all you can do. I'm sorry. I know the news is bad. <laughs> Question: if, Are there viruses in outer space? Wouldn't that uh, wouldn't wouldn't go into another planet? I'd still get a virus. Uh, the the viruses that are in space are in a form of stasis, and uh, they will not harm you. They will not even know that you are there. Uh, are you calling me from Earth, or are you in space right now? I am not able to disclose my location at this present moment. Oh, my no. God. Uh, Which is why my voice sounds so strange. It's all of this canned air that I have to breathe in daily. You sound just, you sound, you sound like, Doctor, this has to be you. I know what Fauci sounds like, and you sound like him. I don't, the, the canned air is... I have a question. That's great. So we have a consensus, of course. That's great. That means it's a fact now. Uh, I would like to know, what is what is the best way to, to find a woman's G-spot? You are a doctor, right? Oh, yes, of course. Even though I'm not a licensed gynecologist, I do know my way around a vagina. Uh, you, you've been promoting... And, of course, to her, you just got to climb in there. You know, you pay attention to her body. It will tell you when you have found the right spot. You just have to learn to listen. Not to the woman's mouth, because you never want to listen to what a woman says with her mouth. You listen to what she says with her body. The with body, body will okay. tell you where the G-spot is. All right. So, uh, whew, that's it's a little sexist there, uh, Fauci, but that's that's fine. That's fine. You're, you're an older gentleman. I, I take my cues from my boss, and we all know who my boss is. Satan? Of course. Uh, 
I have, I have, a, I have a question. You seem to be, uh, you seem to, how could, can I perform oral sex on a woman with, 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 with a mask on? You know, they have these things. They originally made them for your cat. You put this rubber tongue. It's got all these bristles. You hold it in your mouth, and you can supposedly lick on your cat without using your real tongue. Well, let me tell you, you can use it on other cats that are not of the feline variety, and it will protect your mouth and your face just as well as any you know fabric cloth that you choose to put over it i've i've have seen i have seen the uh lick your your own pussy with the fake tongue thing um you just use uh you use some nose clamps you know that you would use when you go to the swimming pool you know with joe biden he's the lifeguard you just put the nose clamp on you can go swim you can go down doesn't matter Dr. Fauci, I have. Uh, are you on Twitter? I, I I don't know if you have a Twitter account. Do you have a Twitter account? You know, that's a very good question. I myself am not very uh, technologically savvy when it comes to the computers or the Twitters. Didn't they just get hacked, though? I think I heard one of my interns, somebody like that, some dude named Ben, talking about it. This is this is. I have heard this too. There was a. If you have a blue check mark, and and I'm sure if you were on on the Twitter. You would get a blue check mark like like that. You would, it would Anthony Fauci on Twitter would you'd get you'd get a ton of of dick pics and pussy shots. We're gonna have to use uh, another mark. We're gonna have a V mark on Twitter to to indicate that you've been vaccinated. You know you'll be verified with a check and then vaccinated with a V. It'll be a little V with a check mark. I want a V check. That way everybody knows that you're safe and you're responsible. You're a caring, kind human resource, and you're looking out for your fellow man. So you get vaccinated. Who cares what's in it? As long as you feel good about yourself. Uh, during the during these really uh, hard times, very hard. Like I'm hard right now. But uh, uh, during these, I was time- about to say that I too am hard. That's amazing that you are hard. Well, because the, I'm in, I'm hard. Have you ever been hard, hard in zero G? Uh, yes. It's the strangest thing. You get lightheaded because because the body will suck blood. It doesn't matter if you're floating. The it's still the blood. It still it flows. It flows no matter where. Oh, what really gets the blood flowing is one of those human-sized centrifuges. You put yourself in one of those, dick out, and it'll just pump all the blood, centrifugal force, right. Right through your pecker. It's at, great. At, at Coney Island, there was a ride called the 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 Hell Hole. It would it spin really fast, and you would get sucked to the wall. And some some young whippersnapper he cut a hole like a glory hole in one of them. You're supposed to be on your a bed. glory hole in the Hell Hole. Uh, That's amazing. That is was. so far the best thing I've ever heard. And you you're supposed to go on the back on the wall, and you get spun, you get stuck on your back. But this this little whippersnapper, you cut a hole in there, so you could go front first, and your dick would hang out, and it'd go, and it would be kind of like a like a like a, a card on on a in a bike tire, like it would hit, <laughs> and you'd go flying around in a oh, circle. Yes, of it course. was it was a great orgasms, great orgasms there, but uh. So, I can only imagine. I, I was going to say, during these hard times, what is the best way to um, uh, to like? If you, there's probably people feeling a little depressed out there, it's it's not it's not fun. It, do you have any suggestions for people that are feeling down? You're feeling down. 
you got a frown on your face, just do a headstand, then your frown's upside down, and you're smiling. You know, you're letting gravity not do the work you're fighting against. Anyway, you know, you just got to tell yourself it's not so bad. You can trick your mind into believing anything. You go, you jerk off a little bit, you'll feel better. Uh, and, you know, eat, take some edibles. I'm not saying this as a doctor. I'm saying this as just a normal person. That's a friend. Get your rocks off any way you can. Indoors, outdoors, you know, stick your dick out a window. Come into your neighbor's flower pot on the, on the level below you. They'll, they'll never know. Uh, Fauci, I've heard that they're making a, a calendar for the year 2021. Uh, it's, do you know how, like, they have those sexy firemen calendars? I heard they're going to make, like, sexy doctor calendars because we all love healthcare workers now, right? Uh, did you? Oh, a- of course. They're heroes. Not all heroes wear capes. Of course, you've heard that. Are you going to be in this calendar? Are you going to get naked? Are you going to show off your pecs for uh, the people? I I will, but I will be wearing a strategically placed stethoscope. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for that calendar. I'm buying at least four or five. There's there's, uh, is there anything we could eat to stay healthy these days and during these trying hard times? You need you need your vitamin D, of course. You yeah. need your vitamin C. Yeah. Course, your vitamin THC, yeah, of course, improve oh. your mood some. You know, take a Xanax, whatever, Valium, whatever you got. You know, you find your grandmother or a similarly aged lady and you raid her medicine cabinet. You scrap all, all of stuff. it, yeah. These old people, they got a lot, all of, of it. a lot of drugs in there. Oh man, they got a lot of drugs. You know, you might even be helping out your cholesterol level, you're gonna feel better. <laughs> Of course, you you need to eat your meats. You need to eat your vegetables. Don't eat any processed bullshit while you're sitting at home. You're doing nothing. You're playing video games. Instead of eating Cheetos, eat some baby carrots. That's all I'm saying. All right, since you're a doctor, are are vampires real? Who told you that? Uh, what, what? That what? I'm not claiming. I'm not. I'm not suggesting you're a vampire. Where'd you hear that from? Uh, this, this is why I'm in outer space. It's all of this truth. I mean, rumors getting around. I gotta go. Oh. Vampire Fauci. I mean, Dr. Fauci. I had so many questions for him. Oh, well, maybe, uh, uh, 917-719-5923, my lines are wide open. Number one, stand to the west of the table facing east. Close your eyes and take three deep, slow breaths. Focus on the surrounding energies. Number two, Light the incense, then carry it around the perimeter of the room. Moving clockwise, form a circle of smoke and say aloud or to yourself, quote, I purify this space with air. Then return the burning incense to the east side of the table. 
Number three, light the candle. Pick it up and walk clockwise around the room saying, I purify this space with fire. Then return the lit candle to the south side of the table. Number four, pick up the glass of water and walking clockwise, sprinkle the water on the floor while saying, I purify this space with water. Then return it to the west side of the table. Number five, take the dish of salt or dirt and then walking clockwise, dropping pinches of it around the perimeter saying, I purify this space with earth. Return it to the south, to the north side of the table. Number six, using absolute concentration. Close your eyes. Take three more deep breaths. Face upwards and see in your mind's eye a glowing ball of light right above you. Visualize it as clearly as you can see. And imagine with each breath the ball of light gets closer until it comes down through the top of your head and onto the center of your chest. It should make you feel warmth and energy. Burns. Number seven. When you're aware of the light within, imagine it's getting larger. And with each exhalation until the sphere engulfs you and the table, let it grow thusly until it absorbs the room. You will now be surrounded by a sphere of all five of the ancient magical elements. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. He wow, wow. Wow, wow. Uh, um, uh, uh, we still have a lot more show to go. Why not listen to a little bit of? I'm getting close to the mic again. Push that guy back. Push. Pull apart. Ah, uh, no. Push back. Push back. Okay. Uh, here's another clip that I clipped when I was clipping stuff to clip when I clip it. You could also give me a call at 917-719-5923, and I might stop my clip to talk to you. Actually, I probably won't. I'll probably play the clip through. I'll put you on hold. Actually, can I do a test here? I need to do a test. Uh, all right, I want I want everybody to tell me if they could hear me after I do this. Hello. Are you able to hear me? Does it sound like I'm in your butthole? Am I in your butthole? Think, think it sounds like I'm in your butthole. All right, cool. I was just uh, hoping that the butt verb was working. For no particular reason. Okay, um, we're back. Hi. Okay, whew. Sorry. 
Just wanted to make sure that the the butthole reverb button was working. That was a lot of reverb. This one's less reverb. Let's see. Hello. 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 I am in your panties, making you hard. Or not. I don't know. Maybe I'm not uh, in your panties, making you hard. Uh, we're going to listen to this. This is. I found this clip earlier. It's uh, Charles Bukowski. It's it's kind of depressing. But so is everything in the world. Life is... Li- okay, life has a lot of reasons to get depressed about. But it also has a lot of great things. Like, like I, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan of life. The worst part about life is, I guess, when pain kicks in. If you're in, like, constant pain... Life, life's gonna suck. But and also, you know, there's a lot of assholes. But if you're like, if you're not constantly in pain, twenty four seven, there's there's some good aspects of life. There's some goodness to it. But say like you got hit by a truck and you're just like in bed and you're like, oh, that's no that's no bueno, no bueno. Uh, fuck. Okay, you know what? Listen, listen. Uh, oh, fuck. Some lose all mind and become soul. Insane. Some lose all soul and become mind. Intellectual. Some lose both and become accepted. We are all going to die. All of us. What a circus. That alone should make us love each other, but it doesn't. We are terrorized and flattened by trivialities. We are eaten up by nothing. If you are losing your soul and you know it, then you've still got a soul left to lose. Find what you love and let it kill you. Beware of those who seek constant crowds. They are nothing alone. We are here to drink beer. We are here to kill war. We are here to laugh at the odds and live our lives so well that death will tremble to take us. A free soul is rare, but you know it when you see it. Basically, because you feel good, very good, when you are near or with them. Some people never go crazy. What truly horrible lives they must lead. An intellectual says a simple thing in a hard way. An artist says a hard thing in a simple way. Sometimes you climb out of bed in the morning and you think, I'm not going to make it. But you laugh inside, remembering all the times you felt that way. What matters most is how well you walk through the fire. 
The problem with the world is that the intelligent people are full of doubts, while the stupid ones are full of confidence. You have to die a few times before you can really live. The nine to five is one of the greatest atrocities sprung upon mankind. You give your life away to a function that doesn't interest you. You begin saving the world by saving one man at a time. All else is grandiose romanticism or politics. Real loneliness is not necessarily limited to when you are alone. Those who escape hell, however, never talk about it, and nothing much bothers them after that. Poetry is what happens when nothing else can. People are strange. They are constantly angered by trivial things, but on a major matter like totally wasting their lives, they hardly seem to notice. To do a dull thing with style, now that's what I call art. I wanted the whole world or nothing. That was a Bukowski was a he's a really depressing guy. I think he's dead. Is he dead? He's not dead. I feel bad because I think he probably wants to die. That's fucked up. Uh yeah, but there was somebody that read him. There's actually I found this this cool YouTube site with a whole bunch of readings of stuff. I actually have a reading by the same guy that just read that for somebody else. I should let me let me see if I can link or promote them. Sometimes these people need promoting. They need the promoting. Oh, look at that! I just got a new subscriber on YouTube from SP. I don't like to fucking bomb people. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, it was like it was like red something or other. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Going through my follows, going through my follows, does it show it as one of my last follows? It doesn't fucking show it. You suck, YouTube. Sucky fucking ducky, you I'm not saying you're not, uh. Maybe it didn't even add it. I could have sworn it was like red something. It wasn't red letter media. I know that. But there's some guy that reads some cool shit on YouTube. I mean, that, his voice is great. That guy's voice is incredible. And apparently I can't fucking find it here. I don't know where it is. Shit. I'll try to find it later and link it 
Ah oh, man, now I feel like an asshole. I'm playing playing this guy's stuff. And uh, uh, uh I can't find it. I don't know. I don't think it's Hunter Davis. That doesn't sound familiar. I think it was like red something. It was like a little black and white face. He reads a whole bunch of he reads like like Ting Tao, Tita, Papa. Don't know. Okay, uh, guess what, everybody? We're talking about viruses. We still have a lot to go. We have a lot to go. This is going to be a long show. I've been doing these longer shows lately. I hope people don't mind that they're, the shows are longer. Ramble on. I think rambling might be part of the appeal. 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. Uh, sorry for leaving two messages, but I Long just hard. wanted to say that I was moved by your comments in the show where you said that you really shouldn't make fun of or laugh at people no. who are stupider than you are. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's a, it's a weakness that I have. I tend to laugh at really stupid people, <laughs> and I don't suffer fools. Uh, but, you know, you have a point. Uh, you know, I heard some of the flat earthers and they seem like nice people. Uh, a little bit wacky, but, you know, hey, that is just one of those things. And so, yeah, I, I've been trying to do it and I think I've gotten better. I'm 42 and I've gotten a little bit more compassion for people. And I think that's a, a good thing. But you know what? There are seriously some people that just, I'm sorry, dude, but I just have to laugh at the way they're such idiots. That's why I listen to Distorted View. And, you know, it's not right, but it's who I am. I and I know there are people who've laughed at me. Of course. And I've laughed at myself for being stupid at times. And that's kind of how it works, man. But, you know, oh, one last thing. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't electricity that went through ether. It was light. Uh, they believe that light went through ether, and now they believe that light went through dark matter. So take your pick. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. And uh, I love the Terry Pratchett. Uh, Discworld novels. Highly recommend them to anybody who hasn't read them. <laughs> All right, man. Love and light. Hey, Google. Stop calling Google. The, the you know what's weird? Hey, Google doesn't work very well. I do have a. Never mind. I'm not going to even say it. Uh, I found I found who did that last thing. It was Red Frost Motivation. Check them out on YouTube. Red Frost Motivation. They read a whole bunch of stuff. I'll be playing another thing by them later. I'll probably play more stuff from them at another point. Um, to laugh at somebody is okay. But to get vit- vitriolic with them is not good. Uh, uh, I've been actually... Uh, uh, sometimes you say stuff, especially on the internet, where you're just talking out of uh, like a passionate pit feeling like you're like oh i feel passionate about this and you just start typing and then you send it off you don't think about it 
you really have to think about it. Because, uh, how can I, how can I put this without offending people? You know what? I'm going to offend people with whatever I say. I'm going to say it because I'm usually not very offensive. I can be offensive. I've been more offensive in the past than I am today. I used to be a lot more offensive because I didn't realize that, like, you know, you you could, you could still hurt people's feelings. People's feelings are hurt very easily. Now, do I think you should hurt people's feelings? Uh, no, but you could joke about it. As as the last the caller was just saying, you could kind of laugh at people. It's fine to laugh at them. But like, uh, somebody posted something about uh, like a like what did the president do for you in the past four years? And I was like, what is what has any president done for anybody ever? Like I can't, I don't know. Like I, I've never had like, oh man, I got this, this beer. The president sent me this beer. Uh, I never met uh, the any president ever. I, like never, never has any person in politics ever done anything for me directly. It's always been through a third party. So like you know, nothing. I've never met any president that has ever done for anything for me. So you know, whatever. And then somebody posted like saying, you know, this, you're the kind of people that the presidents prey on. And then they call it, you know, like, fine, say that. That's fine. That's your opinion. But then they called me an idiot. You know, like, okay. I didn't respond to them. I actually just reported them. Whenever somebody does something on Twitter where they, they're very aggressive and uh, mean to somebody, I, I report them no matter what side they're on. I'm like, okay, that's. That's a mean thing. I'm going to report you. I, I, I ha- That's my new favorite thing to do is report people on Twitter to the Twitter police. I have gotten people banned. For uh, People are sometimes, they just don't like a person. It's not even about politics all the time either. It could just be about anything. And I can't wait to talk to Adam Curry about it because, oh my God, Adam Curry and Dvorak, the more people that have you have follow you, the more hate you probably get. It's probably, uh, it's China. <laughs> Could be. Wait a second. What is Bushi doing in here? I thought Bushi quit everything and he hated everybody here. But I'm pretty open. Like even, um, what is his fucking name? Fucking guy from down south. Tom, not Tom. Uh, Kevbot. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty loose with people. Like I, you know, I, I try to, I try to like, uh, hi, caller. Hello. Hi. I'm anticipating your Adam Curry interview next week. Hopefully I'm going to talk to him on Friday. That'll be good. I got, I got a lot of questions for him. Yeah. But also, I don't have a lot of questions for him, because I feel like I know Adam Curry. <laughs> the Charlie Rose one probably would hit home hard. <laughs> Tell me about your sexual DNA. DNA. <laughs> but uh, it, it'll be fun to actually uh, talk to him again. I actually have a question. I'm going to put it out. I met him once or twice. I met him, I met him once at a meetup when he's doing the Hot Pocket store. And I gave him a book. 
and he's never mentioned. I think he probably threw the book away. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am curious what, what happened to the book. What was the book? It was uh, uh, who's that fucking writer that talks about like people in the wilderness and is he called like the Iron Heel? I think or it's like it's like the constant step of a boot on a person's face. I don't know that one. I'm Hold surprised on. I don't. It's uh, kind of into those kind of books. It's a really cool book. Uh, I think it was called The Iron Heel. I'll tell you in a second. Let me see here. Iron Heel was written by, let's see, dystopian writer. Who's the fucking writer? Jack London. Jack London oh. wrote a book about like... <laughs> Call of the Wild. Yeah, the Call of the Wild. Like It's like man versus nature. But he wrote a book that okay. was like about uh, like fucking corporations and working in factories and fucking blimps throwing fucking bombs on people and shit. It was a great book. And I gave it to Adam Curry, and I never heard him mention it after I gave it to him. I was like, fuck, huh. did, did you read it? Did you throw it away? Do you even remember? Was it around his Ayn Rand phase? <laughs> well, of course, yeah. He's, I think he's still in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, well, that's what a lot of guys go back to with, when, you, when you talk about anything like that. So I never, I, I'll have to check that out because I, I – I read Call what White Fang and Call of the Wild. Yeah, man, that was uh, Jack London's like uh, he's like usually a writer about like man versus nature. He usually writes about like I'm a I'm a guy in the woods and there's a fucking wolf sucking on my dick and he might bite it off. <laughs> but uh, he the the Iron Heel is like a really it's it was it was a crazy book when I read it. I was like, oh boy, oh boy, it's kind of like 1984. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. But nobody ever talks about the Iron Heel. Well, they, I think they do. People do mention it, like it's it's like a heel constantly stomping on your face or your neck or some shit, which actually goes oh, together okay. with today's times. Very, very fucked up. Like, I'm gonna have to check that out. Good book. How are you doing, Tyler? How are you? I'm pretty good because I. Walked out to the garage to have a cigar and a uh, drink and a beer. Nice. Oh. What kind of I would cigar? Pronounce the cigar? I would pronounce the cigar for you, but I have no idea how to pronounce <laughs> it. <laughs> it's La Flor D, and then it's like Y-N-C-L-A-N, and I'm not going to butcher that. <laughs> cigars are getting really I, – I like cigars. The, the worst part about a cigar is when you accidentally inhale. Oh, ah! oh yeah, oh yeah. That's I'm coughing for like probably 20 minutes after that. Yeah. So I have a. It affects my uh, what they call GERD, which I'm not even gonna get into. Your GERD is that like a sexual GERD. reference? GERD. No, it's like gastro something or other reflux oh, wow. disorder. Esophageal reflux disorder. Oh, that's, that's what it is. Is it like an acid burn in your throat? Or some shit. <laughs> like you would not believe sometimes. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have I have felt it like once or twice, not many times in my life, but it's it's weird. I like get, if I don't if I don't watch out and then I take something before I go to bed, yeah. uh I'll get it where acid will literally like shoot up into my nose. Oh. <laughs> and I've actually woke up before it's happened before and you can't even stop it. it like it won't like, it still goes up into your nose for some reason. I'm like, what the? 
how can I not stop that from going into my nose? Is is it is it sort of like um like kind of like uh, puking into your mouth sort of, or is it kind different? of? But it like it goes past the mouth and right into your nose. Is it stronger than puke nose. though? Like when like acid reflux is that like yeah, stronger? Probably. Than, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think it is because I mean it's like you want it. I mean I'm like wiping it off and going to the sink and like uh, almost snorting water up my nose whatever uh, it happens. <laughs> It hasn't uh, happened in a long time, but when but I when first does, got diagnosed, you'll remember it. It. <laughs> it used to happen. It happened like three or four times. And I'm like, I think I better go to the doctor for this. Yeah, man, I hate doctors. So do I. They're, it's because doctors are people too, and yeah. most people are fucking idiots, and doctors yep. are idiots. <laughs> I went through it before. I had a guy that I went to for back pain that was like. Uh, the doctor feel good. He huh. was like prescribing all these meds left and right, but actually not doing any kind of like x-rays or, you know, like standard, standard medical procedures. You have to, you have to, it's weird. You have to like interview your doctor, which nobody tells you to do. Nobody says go to your doctor and interview them. No, no. But you do, you do. You and have to go to the doctor and be all, like, be like doctor. I have some asking your neighbors, asking anybody is like the best. <laughs> It's like, yeah, get like a recommendation from people that you trust. Yeah. It was fun, funny because the doctor that was handing out the pills, I mentioned his name to somebody else, and they're like, oh, my gosh, don't go to him. <laughs> Unless <laughs> you want like, pills. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's it's so rough out there. It's like a rough – It's you you don't know what's good. And sometimes you might ask him to somebody, and like, oh, he's great. But he's only saying that because he's all fucked up on pills. Oh yeah. Well, it, I, for my back, I got referred to a guy that uh, was pain pain management. After I'd gone through other stuff before, you're dumb, dumb. Yeah. And the pain management actually worked, but he was like, I was getting like an epidural, like I was pregnant or something, and he oh injected God. it, like had an X-ray while he injected it into my back. <laughs> but that worked amazing. But <laughs> I, the guy had to make. He has to make serious bank that does that because every time I would pull into his office, there was like a different, like expensive, I mean, highly expensive sports car. I'm talking like 350,000 or higher sports car parked out front. And I'd walk in, I'm like, wow, whose car is that outside? And they're always, oh yeah, that's the doctors again. So it was Uh, like seven or eight different cars that he had that were all high end fancy sports cars. Like, wow, I guess pain management pays. So. Anybody going for a doctorate out there? Get into pain management. I do know people that are into uh, that. I do know a uh, anesthesiologist, and he makes a lot of money. But do he's make... always he's always yeah, on yeah. call. Oh yeah, well, Which... I mean, this guy was too because he he had his practice and then he had a uh, hospital that he that he was at too. So I don't know if I want that kind of pressure. Like I might accidentally slip and kill a person, and I am I have to like yeah, you know. It's Saturday night. I might have to go to the fucking office and shoot somebody in the back with a needle. That's, it It wouldn't be a career for me either. Yeah. I'd have to pass on that. Yeah. I, yeah I I'm not. I'd start breaking out in sweat when I get a freaking needle anywhere in my body. So I had some blood drawn. You know, I went for my annual doctor's appointment and I was like, I was sweating. But, you know, it's, it doesn't even, it's like, it's so simple. It's just like, okay, we're done. Okay. I'm like, okay. Woo. <laughs> they tell me every time I go in that you're 
oh, your your blood pressure is a little bit on the high side. I'm like, well, is it bad? Do I need meds? No, it's just a little bit high. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm in a doctor's office. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, I also, even like if they're like, you do need meds, it's like, do I really, like, do I want that to be my life now? Do I want to fix my blood problem with medication? I, I may, no, maybe, and, but no. And that's, like with my GERD, I've researched different stuff where different foods that I can eat or drink make it uh, so I don't need the medication as much. You just have to change your lifestyle, which is fucking hard to do. Kind of. And that's, <laughs> I like beer. It's easy like to do. Yeah, I know. It's like, so, oh, I can't drink and beer cigars, anymore. so all those are bad. <laughs> it's like everything I love in life is now bad for me. Or I could take medication, yeah. which is going to let me do the bad things, but also be bad for me. <laughs> They have a uh, drink uh, that's uh, it's got the same name as a uh, as a marijuana substance called kefir. <laughs> He's also and an actor in twenty four. It's like a yogurt drink. Yeah, I know kefir. And it's got the you know like the good bacteria in there for your stomach that helps out a lot for controlling like GERD and different acid reflux because it gives your stomach whatever the good bacteria is that break down breaks down the acid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you eat yogurt too. You should always have like yogurt yeah, a day well, or whatever. Yogurt, but supposedly kefir's got more of that bacteria in there per serving than yogurt does. Do you know what? Uh, do you know bacteria is also bad for you? <laughs> yeah, it can like, be. Yeah, there's good and bad. There's good and bad. <laughs> there's also good and bad viruses. Oh yeah! Oh, most definitely. It's. Life is fucking weird. It's like, okay, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like the oceans, you talked about, because I think that red tide is kind of like almost like a virus that happens. The red tide? What is that? You don't want to get that in down in Florida where it like turns the beaches red with, uh, it's like some reaction with the seaweed. I could have sworn that was just a bunch of ladies on their period, like a synchronized uh, period (laughs) in in the beach water. It's bacteria? <laughs> that would just be a shark attack, I think. <laughs> probably, probably. In New Jersey, it's the clay. There's a lot of clay in the mud, and when it rains, the shit turns oh, red. But, uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's... There's clay down south, and the clay down there is really red. Yeah, yeah. It's Clay is usually red. So, yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. Here, it's gray. Oh, yeah, gray. gray, gray. Yeah, there's gray or red, usually, clay. You know, it's... Yeah, you know. Whenever you see no, blue you in nature, like in... you kind of want to watch out for blue. Blue is usually bad. Blue clay? Well, blue is usually like cobalt or like a metal, metallic stuff. You... Oh, okay. Metal is no good in... God, I always think of cobalt. I always think red, but I don't know why that... Because it's... I think... Yeah, well, there's cobalt blue. I used to work in an art okay. store. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, it, the powder was highly toxic because if you make your own oil paint uh cobalt blue blues are not natural for uh most pigments and most pigments that are blue are highly toxic the earth colors are not toxic like reds and yellows and browns are not toxic is that because of how they're mixed or well it's because of uh the well yeah the the chemical in it is is metallic it's the blue color is metallic which is Toxic. It's just like cobalt. <laughs> no, no bueno. Does that carry over to 
Does that carry over to all paints, though, or just, like, artist paints? Uh, well, mostly oil paints. Like, fucking okay. uh, latex, uh, fucking, what's that shit? It's oil and acrylic. Water-based? Uh, yeah, oh, it's oh, acrylic. water-based yeah, yeah. acrylic. Yep. It's just, uh, that's just like... I should have known that. That's, I shoot acrylic through my airbrush. Yeah. But I wear... I wear a, a face mask, and then I got like a what they call a down draft booth. I suck that. Uh, yeah, the acrylics are a lot less not, toxic it, than oil paint. Oil paints are much more toxic, and there's uh, people do a lot oh, of yeah. fucked up shit with oil paint. Because there's a what is that? What is that stuff when you clean your brush with the oil paint? It's turpentine. And oh yeah, people flush that That's down their pretty... toilet. You're not supposed to do that. No. You're supposed to have like chemical. No, because it'll eat up stuff. Yeah, it's it never goes away. You're supposed to have people come yeah, to your house and eat, take that away. I think it'll eat away at that because your toilet's like connected with what they call a wax ring, and that's what makes the seal. And I think that turpentine will eat away that wax ring. You got to be careful what you flush down a toilet. Oh yeah, you do. Don't flush yeah. down uh, flush that, well, hand wipes or turpentine. Don't do that down your toilet bowl. <laughs> Butt wipes or the wet wipes. Don't no wet wipes. No turpentine. No, yeah, no moist waves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where they have that, – that, that's what they had here. They had the, like, uh, in the sewer here, they had the big lard monster or whatever. Yeah, they call it, a, like, a Big Mac closure. I forget what they call it. It had a funny yeah, name. it's like a big chunk of fat and, like, wet wipes or something. There's, like, a funny name for it. I totally forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's something like a Big Mac. Yeah. We got a Big Mac buildup. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell they do with that. They must like shoot like some really crazy crap into it. I think it they send I mean, people like, down there with like. Uh, I have uh, a dr- I have a drain cleaner that looks like it like comes in a uh, bottle and it's like uh, looks like murk. it should be like the weight of like normal weight, but you pick it up and it's like ten pounds. This little bottle of it. But they tell you right on it not to put it down toilets because it'll, like, destroy plumbing and destroy toilets. People still do but it. But it's fine for, like, regular drains, for, like, your, like, sink drain and and uh, uh, bathtub drain. People don't care. Do you know something that's really poisonous that we pour, pour down the drain that, that is, is made to pour down the drain? Drano. I would imagine. Oh yeah, Drano is not good for pouring down the drain, but you know it's made to pour down the drain. (laughs) But yeah, pour pour this poison into the water system. See, and I don't, I don't have a sewer here. I have a septic field. Oh, so I have to have copper sulfate put into the system every once in a while to kill the roots off. Are you are you a homeowner? I am a homeowner. So then you you have to know this shit. I'm I'm a renter, so yeah. I don't have to know this shit. I'll flush down everything oh, yeah. on the toilet. I'm a renter, so I can yeah, flush you know bodies what? down the toilet. Yep. And then you just call uh, maintenance. <laughs> Hello, I flushed a. I mean, uh, there's a clog in the toilet. I didn't flush <laughs> I a body down. <laughs> don't flush bodies. How in did the, that fold diaper get down there? I don't know. Uh. Talking about diapers, I really have to go to the bathroom right now. It's uh, you should play a song. Do you do, should I play a song or do you want to talk to people? 
talk to people. Well, you could just you could yeah, there's like there's like millions of people listening to you right now. <laughs> well, you go to the bathroom. Do you want to tell a story to people? I fucking I have no, I, I have no story ready to go. Well, then, then guess what? I. You get hung up, Doc. We're going to listen to a song right here. This is going to be a nice... Everybody, I want you to uh, relax. I want you to just think about it. I mean, uh, not think about it. I can't think of uh, of the deep sea. I can't think of the deep sea. I can't think of the deep sea without uh, without shuddering at all the nameless things by... Crackencraft. Now, I want you to just sit back and relax and listen to this. Just relax. There's a lot of pressures out there in the world. Relax. And listen to this. Just relax. Relax.
Let's thank some people that are in the chat room. Like Blitz and Haze and me. Astonin. Progo. Spooky R. Ah, screw it. Alliance. Bernie Mad. Black Six. Bushy. Carblanes 33. Fucking Chad. Dark Van. Darren O. Darth Radar. Dolad. Do it. 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 Do Ducky. Fletcher. Gene Witch. Hey, citizen. Ice Cube Soup. Jay Finley. Karma King. Lavish. Net Ned. Net Ned. 26. Notebit. Not a Kiwi. Quarkus. Radix 23 Rape Dwarf Ramdas Earl Spencer Scandy Slacker Stacy Stoic Evening. Zigo six seven four one Zortan and on Twitch we've got Zigo sixty seven Ducky on Overfangled. Poke the smart. Net net. Son of a snake. time in which events at the micro level are also events at the macro level. 
the increasing frequency of global pandemics, new biopolitical modes of production, and the prevalence of natural disasters are events that are at once local and global, molecular and planetary. While human beings or human groups are obviously involved in such events, there's also a sense in which such events are beyond human comprehension. In short, life is a human-centered affair, and yet it is unhuman-oriented. Oh my god, it's Zindu. Zindu Radio. I broke into Nick's house and I've got this here. Uh, got this. Hold on one second here. Let me just. Testing, testing. Hello. Hi. Oh, you totally missed in like an epic rant. There's an epic rant where do you do? You, okay, I'm back. I'm back. I was going off on a uh, I was going off on Will Smith, which you could probably just miss anyway. You could totally miss out on pretty much everything I said. But I, I was saying that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith is is like the the biggest news story that I've read. It's um, Will is looking a little beat down. He's looking a little Will Smith. He's looking a little beat down. I, he's letting Jada Jada Pinkett Smith do whatever she wants. She's uh, having sex with these other people, and they're going on national TV and letting people know that they have an open relationship. Uh, I don't know if this is because Will is also out there fucking too. I don't know if Will is having sex as well. Maybe Will Smith is just done having sex. He's he's got like five kids. People are calling him a cuck. They are saying, oh, Will is just letting uh, Jada Pinkett Smith get out there and, uh, you know, fuck around or whatever, which is it's totally fine. If if that's Will's uh, state of mind, then fine. Uh, who's worth more money, uh, Will or Jada? Uh, Will is probably worth more money, and maybe that's why he doesn't want to get a divorce. It seems like a lot of divorces end in the uh, richer richer of the two getting fucked and maybe will's like go have sex so you don't fuck me in the wallet uh who else is out there getting fucked let's see uh looks like 50 cent is relevant again because he said shit about jada pinkett smith and will smith and uh will smith told him to fuck you 50 Cent is probably hurting for customers anyway. It's like, what is he even doing out there? I don't know. What's the last thing he did? Who gives a fuck about 50 Cent? So, talking about 50 Cent, also like fucking uh, Eminem. Eminem used to be cool when he did drugs. And then when he stopped doing drugs, he's like a complete... It, it's it's weird. It seems like Eminem and, uh, and Snoop Dogg, they used to be cool people. They used to do drugs. And well, they used to probably... Well, Snoop Dogg definitely still smokes weed, but they got like political, like in a weird way. Like, um, 
Eminem used to be political and like fuck politics. But once you become single sided in a political game, like if you're not saying fuck all politics and you're just like, oh, you know, fuck Democrats or fuck Republicans or fuck libertarians or fuck conservatives. Once you once you target one group, you're you're no longer relevant. It's either fuck all of them or fuck none of them. All right. So just Eminem is a little he's you know what? I'm Zindu. I'm a space alien. I got a spaceship. Fuck Eminem. He's a fucking loser. Anyway, uh, let's see what else is in the news. Does not if fuck your mom, Austin. <laughs> Who filed for bankruptcy? I don't know who filed for bankruptcy. Uh, yeah, I had a little audio problem, okay? I'm trying to... There's a new system of taking over the uh, stream. And, you know, Zin, once Zindu takes over the stream, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I also took over Twitter. But I was hitting all the uh, blue check marks. Uh, you know how much money I made on Bitcoin recently? I'm, I'm fucking racking in the fucking bitcoins, baby. Yeah, oh, man. I, I was pretending to be Barack Obama and uh, that bold guy that runs America. Amazon man. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, blue chick marks. Fuck yeah. Anyway, uh, wow. This is some good beer. I don't know where I got this from, but uh. If you want to give me a call, you could. It looks like some people try to call me. They got my voicemail. Let's listen to a voicemail. 917-719-5923. No, shucks. All right, that was a quick voicemail. Let's try this one. Number eight. Select a symbol that represents protection to you, like the cross if you're Christian, like the Star of David if you're Jewish, and it can, it can even be the Superman S if you're a big comic book fan. It doesn't matter, as long as it represents protection to you. Visualize it with great focus, almost the size of your hand. Floating inside your chest where the energy ball was. Imagine it's a soft golden glow. Number nine. When you can see it, open your eyes and visualize the symbol floating to the east of the circle. See it about two feet tall and glowing a blue light. Number ten. Turn to face the south. And visualize the symbol floating there. Okay. Once that symbol is firmly there in your mind. Oh, it's fucking firm. Repeat for the west and the north sides as well. Number 11. Seal the sphere around you by visualizing the symbol flat below you at the edge of the sphere. I'm fapping below me. Then look up and visualize the symbol Above you. Oh, yeah. Oh. Number 12. Oh, yeah. Finally, uh-huh. concentrate on the circle and symbols around you and say, okay. quote, cool. I stand now in sacred I st- space. I stand now. Only light 
may oh, enter my. this purified area. Can purify my area. The preceding banishment will work well to create a, a psychically protected area. Breaking the ties to come. What will come? I don't know. Might be me. Anyway, um, welcome to Zindu Radio, where we have more fun than Nick the Rat, because Nick the Rat's a fucking lame Yeah. He doesn't know, but I'm still getting paid, even though I'm not doing the news. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's see what we got here. Do we have anything else in the news? I don't think we do. There's, like, no news at all here. Let's see. Goya, blue check marks, redskins, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing any of these news stories. Burger King and farts and Andrew Cuomo is a piece of shit. Uh. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. We got, we got, uh, uh, oh, wait, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, seriously? Is he, oh, oh, fuck, no, really? Fucking shit, no, stop that, stop, I gotta hack it, no, stop, fuck, oh, no, no. Testing one two one two. Do I have control back? Jesus Christ! I... Sometimes I lose signal. Sometimes I get kicked off the internet. Sometimes I I lose a signal to the uh, stations. I don't know what's going on here. What is it? What is this? Excellent. Okay, that's excellent. That's cool. Uh, let's see here. Where are we in the show? We probably have to play some more music right here. We're going to be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio. We still have more to come. We have a lot to talk about. Um, Yeah, there we are. We have to, 69, dude. We have to talk about uh, viruses underwater. I've got some theories. I've got some theories that are going to blow your fucking mind. They're going to blow the socks off your ears. you got to have big ears to put socks on them. So... I'm about to blow big time. I think. Uh, let's just let. Wait a second. Right, let's listen to this little clip first before we play some music. A reading from Mauricio Ferraris, Positive Realism. My starting point, in a nutshell, is a thought experiment. Let's adopt Husserl's epoch and suspend for a moment Kant's Copernican revolution to follow, as far as possible, a hypothesis. The coexistence and interaction of different beings in the world depends primarily on the properties of the latter, and not on the conceptual schemes of the I-think, which in Kant's perspective seems charged with hyperbolic responsibility. We're talking about Kant again? In short... If we want a Copernican revolution, let's do it for real. So instead of placing man at the center of the universe like Kant did, let's turn him into a secondary spectator of a world that is much greater and older than he is. Awakening from the transcendentalist slumber does not mean embracing naive realism, which identifies experience with reality, 
or a metaphysical realism, which views the mind as the mirror of nature. It is instead a deconstructive gesture. If deconstruction is the ability to challenge the doxa, prejudice, and lazy reason, then after two centuries dominated by the refrain that language, history, and concepts shape the world, it comes to doing the opposite. Of course, we should acknowledge that this autonomy, and often antinomy, between the world and our perceptual apparatuses takes the form of negativity and resistance, as if it were an obstacle. But we should not forget that the world can also accommodate us, offering support, invites, and resources. Above all, though, we should be aware that anyway, both in impeding us and in accommodating us, the world is given as positivity, as wealth, as an offer of objects that are finer grained than the concepts with which we try to demarcate them. By positivity, I simply mean this. The world, as Kant rightly noted, can only be thought of as a regulating idea containing the totality of all beings. Yet we will never be able to directly experience the world as it is too big an object for this to be possible. This element, however, suggests an initial positivity of which Kant does not seem to have thought. The fact that, despite overwhelming our conceptual schemes and perceptual apparatuses, the world does give itself is clear evidence of the fact that our schemes and concepts have no constitutive relation to the world. If anything, their value is only cognitive. In short, the scope of our concepts and perception is epistemological, not ontological. After all, this is a very common experience. We are born, we come into the world, in a world that has pre-existed us for time immemorial, and we die with the awareness that this world is destined to exist for a very long time after us. Here we encounter the sense of a second positivity. Being is. There are things in the world. And this is a character of objects, not subjects, contrary to what is posited by many philosophers in the last centuries. What? Okay. I guess I can't get behind what he said. Okay, let's uh, listen to some music here. Let's uh, relax a little bit. Let's, let's relax with Akira with the out zone. I love Akira. Fucking get down and dirty and filthy and nasty and filthy and dirty and nasty and filthy.
time, I'll tell you 16 times. Stop blasting that monkey bullshit up from the sewer. You're trampling my HS signals out of Mexico. I can't get my slave labor coast made. I can't get my signal down there because you're trampling my motherfucking signal. I can hear that shit coming up to my... I need that hot, hot steam directly in my skull case. Unmute that fucking tab! Hey, motherfucker! Fuck that shit! You're a badass motherfucker. You're building a rat ship! There are two kinds of what I call dual mining. Uh, another case will be Latour, because Latour, as I said, is the wonderful philosopher of relational networks where a thing is nothing more than its effects. When you move a thing to a different point in a network, you have to explain why it's the same thing as the thing five minutes ago at a different place in the network. You can't assume that I now and I 10 years ago am the same person in, in actor network theory. You have to show that there's an equivalence. Um, so that's, a, that's a very much an overmining philosophy, that a thing is totally determined by its, its effects on the environment. But then Latour starts to realize in the last 10 years or so that you can't really explain change this way. And I mentioned it was Aristotle who discovered this. Aristotle was arguing against the Megarians, who were among his rivals at the time. The Megarians said no one is a house builder unless they're building a house right now. If you're not building a house right now, you're not a house builder. You only are what you actually are. There's an obvious problem with this, which is let's say a master house builder is asleep and someone else is awake who doesn't know anything about building houses. You're not going to say that they're on the same level, right? You're going to say that the sleeping master house builder is a potential house builder in a much stronger sense than this person who doesn't know anything about it, who happens to be awake and standing near the house. So Aristotle saw there had to be something called potentiality that is withdrawn from the current state of things. I wouldn't call it potentiality, but that's a, that's a side issue. Um, Latour starts to realize that you need this too, that you need a reservoir in the things. 
Um, he even calls it virtuality sometimes. It's in the things that's not fully actualized here and now. But then it gets a little weird. He calls this the plasma. And uh, he, he blames the plasma for all changes that happen, pretty much. He says, why did the Soviet Union collapse overnight with no one expecting it? The plasma. The plasma was this unthematized reservoir of potentiality or virtuality beneath the Soviet Union that we saw. Even if, even if the Soviet Union had been working perfectly, this plasma could have ruptured it suddenly. Okay, why do love affairs and friendships break up suddenly when no one expects it? The plasma. And my favorites, why does the most mediocre academic musician suddenly write a brilliant symphony? I don't know if it happened ever, but the plasma. And he says that all the networks between things are the size of the London undergrounds. The plasma is the size of London as a whole. But it's just the opera again. It's this giant indeterminate lump. There are two problems with it. One of them is that all situations would seem to be equally fragile and non-fragile. If the plasma can randomly rupture things, then the most stable relationship could be destroyed by the plasma just as much as the most fragile relationship, which is counterintuitive. The other thing is that the plasma is inarticulate. It's the same plasma that's destroying the Soviet Union and causing the, the composition of a brilliant symphony, which also seems counterintuitive. The same underground inarticulate reservoir that wells up and changes things. What? Uh, I might have clipped that for a reason, but I don't fucking know what the reason was. Uh, let's see here. We are deep in Nick the Rat Radio. This is Nick the Rat Radio. I hope you're having a good time. You could call this number over here, 917-719-5923. You could call that number right there. We could talk about the plasma. The plasma. Um, the thing is, there's stuff big and small in reality. There's uh, big things and there's small things. And that's actually uh. some of the most insane stuff that exists is size. Size uh. makes things very strange. Light. Light is uh, it's the basis for speed in in our existence. Now, you might be like, well, that's duh. That's science, Nick the Rat. Nick, we know that science exists, and we know that light is the speed limit. Duh. But the thing is, the thing is, uh, there's going to be a new Ghostbuster movie soon with the, the wolf kid from Stranger Things. But the thing is, that light is either a particle or a wave. And science doesn't know which one it is. It Science says it's both. Now, if science is like it's two things at once, well, isn't science not very scientific? It should only be one thing. It should, science should be like... Not, science shouldn't be like... Bloop, 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 bloop. Science should be like... Bloop, bloop. Science should be... And not... Bloop, bloop. That's what it should be. It's a. Uh, there's a lot of issues with. Uh, not issues. A lot, there's a lot of open questions to be had with everything. Everything is an open question. And humans make it uh, very difficult to do that because they think that they're the center of the universe. I don't know if you recall this, but at one point, it was a fact that Earth was the center of everything. And if you were like, no, it's not, you would get your 
head cut off. And now when people are like, you know, the okay. I'm just using it as an example. I'm not saying it's true, but say flat earth. If somebody says the earth is flat, you're going to get your head cut off. Well, okay, you know what? You're going to get laughed at. Laughed at and your head cut off are two different things. If you make a controversial point that actually might be true or can argue against what science is saying, then you'll get your head cut off. If you make a if you make a point like uh you could block 5G with you'll get your head laughed off. Exactly. Uh, ha 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 ha. Like uh saying 5G could be blocked by shungite. You'll get laughed at. But if you say 5G gives you cancer, you might get your head cut off because maybe you will. But uh apparently radio waves do not penetrate cellular Walls, supposedly, you know, but but then uh, if radio waves don't penetrate cellular walls, why do you get a sunburn when you're in the sun? The sun is radio waves. It's uh, light. I guess it's a different frequency. Uh, yeah, it's a different frequency. But what about x-rays? X-rays is radio waves. X-rays goes through the skin. Microwaves will boil your skin. 5G is the backscatter radiation. It's the naked. It goes through your clothes. It lets it see it. Okay. 5G might not give you cancer, but 5G will let corporations see you naked. Because it's the same technology as what they have in airports. When you put your hands up and you go like this, and you show them your titties, and you're like, hey, hey, check it out. I don't got a gun on me, but you could see my dick. That's 5G, isn't it? It's a backscatter. So even if you're not getting cancer, they're going to see you naked in the street. This is not a mood. Who knows? Who fucking knows? There's a... When the internet first came out, we didn't know what it could do. But do you think that the people that released it didn't know what it could do? Or do you think they just didn't put it out there for the the corporations to know what it could do? Like, uh, they probably knew that we could do unlimited unlimited sharing. We could just, oh, you could access my hard drive and download all of my movies and music. And, you know, I might be able to rename it to something like, you know, fucking System of the Down did the Zelda song and you'll download it and you think it's System of the Down even though it wasn't. You, I could lie to you, but you could still download data from my hard drive. That's what it could do. It's basically, it created servers all around the world. But corporations are like, you know, we, we control this. There's going to be no sharing of illegal activity out there. But lo and behold, oh my God, you could share illegal fucking shit out there. What could you What could you do with the 5G? If you could do with the... The 5G is super duper fast. You could probably illegally share gigabytes of data like that. That's A. And B, you might be able to see people naked. Perhaps. You might get cancer, but
But I'm more concerned about getting my bits and pieces shared across corporations. Naked. 5G for porn, baby. Because, okay, look. You might be like, oh, Nick the Rat, you're paranoid. You're crazy. 5G is completely safe. Okay, sure, it might be safe. But 5G is backscattered technology. It's what they use to see your dick in the airport and your tits and your... There was airport... Like, okay. Look it up. Look it up. There was... you, you Airport people, they could see your shit. They could see your, your shit. When you go into the booth, that booth hits you with 5G. It's the same technology. It's the same fucking technology. I might be crazy, but I'm not because it's, it's the same shit. And then they say, put your hands up so we could see your tits. We want to see your tits. We don't. If you go into the the booth in the uh, in the airport and you go like this, would you cover your titties or you put your hand on your dick or you cover your your private parts? You might have a you might have a fucking rifle in there. You might be able to get onto a plane with a rifle that you're hiding under your hands because if there's a there's a fucking M4 under your clothes that your hand is blocking, so. An AR-2. Yeah, you might have an AR-2 in there. Man, I was stopped on a fucking airplane because I had a a, a key knife keychain. It was, it was a knife the size of my finger. I had a knife this big. It was about one inch big. It was a one inch knife. And they stole it from me. It was like a $20 knife they stole from me. The airport stole from me. And it was funny too because I was coming home from Ireland, and the key knife had uh, it was it was like it was shaped like a key that you put on your keychain, and you could open it up, and it was like uh, it's a little knife and a bottle opener. I don't fucking care. And I was trying to get on this fucking airplane, and you're like, oh look at this, it's fucking German technology here. It's fucking that's fucking crazy. It's fucking insane. Look at that fucking thing. It's a fucking knife this fucking big. And then you go onto the plane, and then you they give you a fork and a knife to eat your food with. And the knife they give you is this big on the fucking plane. <sighs> 5G will let them see you naked. It might not give you cancer, but they're going to see your fucking, your tits and your dick and your, yeah, it's probably plastic. It's. It's all fucking bullshit, though, because I'm not taking over a fucking plane with a fucking pen knife. I could take over the plane with a pencil then, because I could kill somebody with a with a pencil, and that's wood. I could make a wood knife and get onto a plane with a wood knife. That's a lot more dangerous than a keychain bottle opener. Yay big. Life is a joke, and it's a joke because there's forces that be that make it a joke. There's there's so many things out there that are just like, oh, you know, this is a fucking joke out here, and we could take control of your life because of it. Okay, I'm not talking about everything. Some things are serious, and, you know, there needs to be rules against it. Like, you shouldn't keep your finger on a trigger and point it at people. If they're not attacking you, it's 
shouldn't be able to fucking take a gun and be like, ah, that should be illegal. You know, there's, uh, I don't know. You know, life, there's so, there's so many little ups and downs to life. I don't know what should be illegal or not. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a podcaster. John Wick the Rat. I'm a gangster with my pocket knife. We're talking about viruses, though. In uh. my pencil. It's a mechanical pencil. I can click, 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 click. I can put like a fucking hypodermic needle with tranquilizer in my mechanical pencil and take a plane over. Because that's that's really what I want to do. I want to take a. I want. I want to get a. I want to get a seven forty seven. With click 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 click. Get me into the the pilot's booth. Let me into the the pilot's booth area. I need this pen. I go. I will stab you with my mechanical pencil. I can't wait till they see me naked on in the 5G. And then I get dick cancer. Um where where am I in the show over here? I'm way off. We're talking about size, size. Oh yeah, you know like size, there's big things and little things. But um, the little things get the less we know about it. Like there's quantum, there's quantum sized things and then there's things smaller than quantum. There's like quarks. And there's quarks bar. There's Ferengis and fucking hollow decks where you, I guess you get your dick sucked in a hollow deck. Wait, I'm way off topic here. We're talking about viruses. Can you get a soon? Okay, look at this. Viruses do jump from creature to creature. I I, I was looking for it, but I couldn't find it. That's why I wanted the uh, a chemist to call in because I I don't know if a virus has ever jumped from like a plant. Or a bacteria, or a mammal. I think there's like mammal, plant, and bacteria viruses. There seems to be three categories of viri. I don't know if one has ever jumped from one to the other. I know there's been like interspecies in the 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 the, the mammal thing. Like I'm sure there's there, you know there's like swine flu and bird flu and bat flu. Those can mutate. There's mutations in the virus, and sometimes it'll let it just switch over to another thing. And that's how people have documented viruses over the decades because it it, it changes DNA. It's there. There's, there's the RNA. It goes into your your stream of DNA, and then it changes a little bit, and it can jump out and do other shit. But I I don't know if a plant virus has ever switched over to an animal or uh, plant to bacteria and bacteria to plant. There seems to be only these three things. There might be more. There might be like mind viruses or radio wave viruses that we don't even know how to detect out there. There could be stuff we don't know. There might be ultraviolet viruses. We don't know. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And that's that's the thing with how life is. Life is only what we say it is for what we could detect. There might be there might be a ton of stuff out there 
that we can't detect that exist. But I'm just making it up as I go along because I don't know. But maybe this caller knows. Do, do you know? Are you talking like maybe like sound waves that can get somebody sick? I know that's Sure. Not Why fire, not? That could be something. I mean, that's, I'm a firm believer that the military has that technology. Well, it's, that's not really like a virus. That might be like it's it, – something like a like teen wolf uh like a dog whistle that you can't hear that might make you sick there's those teenage uh repellents that i hear all the time i've heard it before like the mosquito sound or whatever that yeah, yeah it's, it's like they beep. It. like i've yeah, walked past yeah, houses only, where people can hear yeah but it's it's bullshit because if you have decent hearing you could hear it you can hear it yeah because your I've, low tones are what disappear first, typically, unless you're like Adam Curry. <laughs> well, he's got the mechanical ears. He's got those robo ears. No, but like like people that lose their hearing, if you like talk really low, if you talk like this to them, they can hear everything you say without their hearing aids. But like if you talk at normal volumes, they don't, they can't hear it. Oh man, I wonder if you could talk to Adam Curry like in a secretive way because he's got these hearing aids. So I'm sure. You could probably like not There's look at him. That and be he like, probably picks up. Yeah. Hey, Maybe it's like really high phone. phone. You got to talk like really high pitch the whole interview. Hi, I'm Nick the Rat. I'm Nick the Rat. Like I could hear you perfectly. <laughs> Might work. But I will be asking about his hearing aids and to see if there's any been any updates because he hasn't given any updates recently on No Agenda about his hearing aids. That and I was just thinking. The uh, hands up at security. Like, I can't lift my hands above my head. Uh, thing that he used to say. Uh, he didn't have to go through the radiation. He, I doubt he's ever done that. It's just like, I'm, well, he might have done it. I don't know. But I think, I, well, I think Adam I mean, and John say a lot of stuff. That actually works or still works. Uh, it might work. I think I've actually been in airports where, like, if you can't physically do this, we'll check your asshole with our hands. <laughs> so it's you just bend it over at some point. Some point you just gotta give in. Though. You just give in. You you just I like. Should I be really? Oh man, I was about to say something really fucked up. I was gonna say that a loose butthole is probably better than cancer. I think sometimes cancer is more convenient than a loose butthole. That might be that I. But it's not really my experience. With, it might not be cancer though. It might just be seeing your 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 bits and kibbles. Like, I, oh yeah, I might rather be you photographed like, digitally naked than have my uh, kibbles and bits groped. So they're like the TSA are a bunch of freaks. Yeah, how much do they get paid? Are they getting like sixty, I, seventy, eighty, ninety? Oh, how much money do they make? I don't know. I don't think it's that. I'd be surprised if it's that if it's that high. Wow. I have a feeling it's like in the fifty to sixty grand oh. range a year. Really? Yeah, I think so. I I don't know. I thought I've heard that before. It probably I might be is. wrong though. It's such. It's like a that that sounds like a lot, but it's also not a lot at all. Especially depending on where you live. TSA is all over the country, right? 
All over the well, yeah, yeah, all over the country. So it would be I great. Mean, but every country's got their own TS, like TSA type, type people. But like, it's not the same your, thing. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different. Israel has the toughest. Most most TSA in other countries are like, "Hey there, Sonny boy, let me talk to you." It's not like <laughs> let me take a picture of you naked or feel your your junk. It's a, it's a little <laughs> so bit less perverted. Gro- gropers. Like America is very perverted with their TSA. It's, it's like TNA, but they just changed the N oh, yeah. to an S. And apparently, they have a, like a foot fetish because you take take off your shoes. Oh yeah, take your shoes. We want to see your feet. We want to see take your belt off. We want to whip you. <laughs> we want to see that ass, and we want to feel your tits and your dick and your puss. And it's it's really fucked up. That's. Pre-TSA, I had an experience where I went through, and this, it was probably like 24. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> when the guy went and checked me, then he started checking my pockets on my coat that I had on, and there was like a pack of rolling papers in there. Oh, my God. And he pulled he pulled them out, and he looked at me, and I like looked like shock. Like, how did those get there? <laughs> Just say you smoke cigarettes, and you roll your own. You're uh, cost... <laughs> He he gave them back to me and he said, "Move it out, like <laughs> like you didn't want anything to do with it." He's fucking like, oh, hippie. Okay. I, I, fucking hippie. I flew home. That it was at the end of my trip. Yeah. And then you like to, you have to declare what you're bringing back or some shit. It's so weird. Oh yeah. It's well, like, you got to do that if you're like crossing the border in Canada up there, you know. Yeah, I know, but it's like you you're selling this in your gift shop and I have to declare what I just bought in the gift shop? Like <laughs> Really? Well, when you go to duty duty free, it's like really really cheap. So yeah, I know, but why you do you have to there, declare then... it? They sell it at the airport and they're like you have to declare what you just bought right here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they do that too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The it's trick like... is you don't tell them any specifics. You got to like be like uh uh I got a bottle of scotch or I got a couple of cigars or something. Just like don't that. even tell them. And if they find it, be like, I didn't know. <laughs> Just play stupid. <laughs> what are they going to do? Fucking throw you in the, I, the fucking line. Of the, get in jail, motherfucker. You bought this. Stupid, you got a bottle of liquor on the you. Stupid, the stupid thing is if you bought it at duty free, they know what you bought. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it comes up on their computer what you bought. I'm sure it does. It's all probably... See that's, so that like that annoys me too. There's there's like a computer yeah. system tracking everything we do, but we still have to declare oh, yeah. it on our taxes. Yep. It's like I'm locked into the system, but you still need me to type in a number so you could find my how I work at my job, and I have to put all the numbers in, even though you you know everything that I've done, everywhere I go. Every digital action you know, but I still have to type it in for you? The bizarre thing is that I did my taxes on Monday. It was, and, it was uh, due like a couple days ago, yeah. And I just, I they had me, it, the software had it where you could just take a picture of the W-2. Well, yeah, because once then, they get that, that, uh, that uh, number, it could uh, transfer it through. Yeah, yep, and it just showed up. Like, all the stuff was correct that it got in there. I'm like, okay, well, next. Because I use the software on my computer to do it all. 
But like, so say, say you bought Amazon stuff. There should be like a there should be easier easier ways to declare what you bought for taxes for write offs and stuff. There should be like a like a business tax number that you just fucking everything you buy on that is already pre written off. Like why do you even have to fucking fill it out then? They know who you are. They know what you're doing. We just want to make sure that we know what you're doing when you do it. Fuck you. Amazon taxes me automatically with all my state taxes. So I don't know. Why you have to even? Well, well, there's uh, write-offs if you're if you have like a like a like you know make the right radio. Oh, okay. Look, if you have a tax ID, what you're saying. Well, I, I hope I'm doing my taxes right. For screamers. Well, no, but uh, I don't have a. I, I, it's uh, you know, people send me donations, so I have to declare everything that I make. They take a third of the money that that I get donated to me. You have to do that. Is it under a business name or? It's under Nick the Rat Radio. Yeah, you. It's a self. It's like a self uh, self business thing I do um, from. I I might have to register my business for money, but I don't know what I don't fucking. And then know. you can get a tax ID, I think, is what I mean. I, it might be different in your state, but in our state, you you can apply for a tax ID, and that that almost I mean, even though you're a radio station, I think that almost allows you to be able to go into like warehouses and be able to buy stuff at warehouse prices. You know, that's not open to the public. I think I'm not positive. No, I mean, it's, I'm just going by. Every, yeah, everything about taxes is not positive. Catering company. Because nobody knows fucking anything about taxes. The only way you can find out is if you fucking hire like a lawyer or something. Then a you lawyer. Can find out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, true. but all I know is See, I I tell them all the money I make and I write off everything that I use for the show. That's okay. So you know I'm I'm safe. And if I'm not, then fucking come after me. That's fine. You got it. You gotta write off that Coors beer that you're holding. <laughs> I don't write. I should. I should write off. I should write totally, off my alcohol. I think it's totally a dedu- deduction. <laughs> really is. If I'm drinking it during the show, then sure. Oh. You can drink fancy stuff on the air and then just write it off. <laughs> Louis the Fourteenth cognac. You can ah. start drinking that. It's like three grand a bottle. Oh my god! Yeah. No. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh... Uh, but I I think a lot of businesses do that because, I mean, I see like. Oh, yeah. Well, businesses day, have like what, lawyers that will yeah, write everything off. And I I write off what I think is doable. I don't think writing. I could probably write it off, but what did. Spend two dollars on that beer <laughs> can. Give me, a, give me my five cents back. <laughs> we have a 10 cent deposit on our cans here. Everything. Everything like beer, pop, <laughs> wine doesn't. Oddly enough, I don't know why wine bottles don't have a deposit on there. It's it's glass. <laughs> but there's people here that you know they'd have like like when the Hummers were popular when Arnold Schwarzenegger was driving one. Yeah, there was like people here that were driving Hummers around, and they just had like a business logo on the door. Oh, and they were writing it off. Writing them off. And then, I, and this is within the last month that I, I've seen a, a Lamborghini close to my work driving around. And it's got like one of those wraps on it. And it's all these crazy colors. And then it's got some logo on it from some business. 
So I wouldn't doubt that that person's writing that car off too. It's yeah. Uh, there's a lot of ways to fuck with the man, but like it, it's who knows if it's legal. You don't know if it's legal until they come after you, and then if they come after oh, you, yeah. like you know, that's not legal. Then you're like, well, no. well, fuck. that's where the that's where the lawyer comes in. <laughs> it's such. It sucks. It sucks so bad. It's like, it's like, um, this is the law, and the law is who the fuck knows until it comes after you. Who knows? Oh yeah. We'll leave. We'll let you tell us what you think is right, and if we if we want to investigate, we might tell you what you did was not right. <laughs> what? You're. It's very hard to know if you're breaking the law. It's very hard. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. It's dumb. That like oh, when it comes to when it comes to the IRS, yeah, it's most definitely. It should be illegal what they do to us. We're gonna we're gonna set the system up so you might be breaking the law, but we won't tell you until years later. Aren't we into like? It's almost like the note taxation without representation stuff you I mean, represent I, I mean, yourself I, though it's it's dumb it's like you represent yourself in this taxation situation and you're not taught you're like a it's like giving a monkey a gun and then we'll figure it out after you have the gun and you shot some people if what you did was well, okay if you go back to the start of taxes and how they started with what they originally collecting. I think like the only tax we had for a long time was like booze and beer. I mean, I think that's all we taxed. What about tea? That's all the revenue that the federal government took in. I thought they, for, I thought they taxed tea. Wasn't there like a whole Boston well, yeah, party was, for that? On tea too, but I want to say that at one point, because I, I watched like a thing on Prohibition before where they said that all the money that was coming in for a period of time was all from booze and beer. Well, now they also do the, the the lottery too. Like the lottery is illegal. I mean, uh, gambling's illegal unless it's done by the state to help fund the school system. Well, and here it's legal in certain venues. And then it's legal for native Americans to have a (laughs) gambling casino. It's, the the rules are not explained to us. That's all should be. That's all they should teach us in in public school. Should be laws. Like this is the law. This is the law. This is the law. And then like maybe teaching us how we can get to that law. It shouldn't be like calculus and and algebra unless we're using that for law reasons. Like you need you need to know how to read and uh, do the math for taxes. And then we'll just teach you all those things, and because that's what that's what, you can get arrested or sued for this shit. So we should tell you what it is. But no, we're gonna teach you how to fucking take numbers and measure a house by the shadow it cast. What? <laughs> what? I want to know how I don't get fucking sued by the state. Thank you. This thing. The, they used to teach civics, and they don't even teach that anymore. And that's why you got a bunch of people that don't know how government even works anymore. Isn't civics how to cook? 
Wait, no, no, it's uh, Homek. Homek. Yeah. Well, you know, fuck. If you don't know Homek, then useful too. You got to learn how to cook. No, you don't. You throw it. You throw the hot pocket in the microwave. You hit two. (laughs) Well, I I shouldn't say it that way. I should say it's a pretty good skill to have. It's to know how to cook. Now they all they teach you is uh, the history of the winners and uh, you know math in whatever way they think is legit that time. I do. I have a friend that teaches high school math, and he tries to bring in real world scenario stuff into his. Classroom. He wasn't fired yet. What's that? He wasn't fired. No, you know, and that's probably it's, he's probably an anomaly in the system because uh, I just think you know he's got tenure and uh, <laughs> he's been there forever. He's actually won an award in our county as like the best teacher in our county the one year, nice. and uh, he still he still still teaches that, and then he teaches. I, I mean, even in his class, this is this is above and beyond. But he teaches kids to. Uh, not believe all the stuff they see on the TV, you know, media wise and everything and teaches them to research it and actually find out the answers. And this is a math class. I mean, he's, he's teaching people in that. He he had a, it was like a Muslim uh, student in his class that at the end of the year, he has them write, you know, what they learned in his class. Yeah. And the Muslim student said that I've learned to question everything that I see and read in the media. Wow. In a math class. <laughs> that was a math class. That sounds like but a good teacher. It's an anomaly. That's, it just doesn't, you know, you just don't get teachers like that anymore. That's just not so. I had like one or two teachers <laughs> in my entire life that were good. Yeah, that's in, I, same here. I, I Probably two to three, I would say. One lives down the street from me because I live in a house that I inherited, unfortunately, when my dad passed away. But, huh. uh. The teacher actually lives down at the end of my street, and I live about a mile from the high school I went to. Richard Lloyd. He was a physics teacher. And he would throw people out of the fucking class if you talked during his class. He was a hard ass, and he taught me so fucking much. And he was definitely the number one teacher I ever had. Military or... Uh, I doubt he was military. He, he kind of reminded me of okay. like uh. That's I know. I'm just saying that because I've had two different teachers that were military, and they both were outstanding teachers. One uh, historian, and then one uh, for civics. That was the one that told me that the very thing that happened when Al Gore and uh, uh, Bush ran against each other yeah. that a person could win the electoral college and not win the popular vote. You know, it's the same thing that we saw this last election. And that's, you know, and, and I was kind of surprised that nobody else knew that when when they announced Bush as the winner. It's like, wow, everybody's like stupid. Well, yeah, everybody <laughs> is. It really, it's, it also doesn't, well, my opinion, is, it doesn't matter either way. But this, this guy, I thought he was a good teacher because if we, if you were talking during his, during his class, he would just be like, you, get the fuck out right now. <laughs> And most teachers weren't doing that. None, no teachers did that. If you were being an asshole during the class, they wouldn't throw you out of the class. He was the only teacher that would 
discipline the kids. That's like polar opposite of when I was, I mean, like 1990 was when I graduated from high school. So going back a ways. So you're like, didn't hesitate. I know how old you you are. What's that? I know, I know how old you are then. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) Yeah, my the, birthday is next next week. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> I'm in a, I'm an Aquarius. I'm in January. I'm uh, on the cusp. I'm Leo and Cancer. Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, your your uh, sign has anything to do with how you are? Do you think you are uh, a Leo or whatever the fuck you are? I no, I don't really don't think. I mean, over all the years, all the stuff I read, I'm like, eh. I think it's I'm an like Aquarius. So and like, I feel like I feel, I feel Aquarius. <laughs> do you feel you feel Aquarius? Yeah, I do. How so? Well, my hands are really wet. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel attracted to uh, Ariel, the mermaid? <laughs> A lady that's sexy with nice long legs and she can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's—I never thought of it that way. That's sexist. It's, that's fucked up, the, man. I can't believe you even said well, what's that. The, what's the movie? What's the movie? Then the, wasn't there something like weird on the movie box for that movie? Like somebody like hid something in the oh yeah, there's tons the of DVD or. There's tons of stuff. There was the was uh, in the castles. There was a dick, and there was the yeah. Which which what you could just misstrewed that. You'd be like, oh, that looks like a dick. But during the show, during the show, during the movie, the priest had a heart on. The one that marries them at the end. There's a priest, Whoa. and you could see he's got a fucking boner in his in his uh, shirt, and you can't just you can't just be like. That looks like a boner. No, it was a fucking boner. He had a fucking heart on under his priest robe. So it was much like real life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was raised Catholic, so that had to come out. Well, that's fine. That's, that's fine. <laughs> uh... Do you know where viruses came from? Do you think there's a a virus god, or do you think God made viruses? Like where they originated? I... Well, yeah, because you're 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 a Catholic. Does do uh do, does is there a thing in the Bible about uh, where uh, viruses come from? Do you think viruses are alive? You weren't raised Catholic, were you? Uh, Protestant. Yeah, no, which is like a lazy Catholic, Catholic. Never read the Bible whatsoever. It's weird. But, and it's, you know, I thought the masses were like normal when I went, when I was a kid, when I was kind of indoctrinated into it. Yeah. But I go to a Catholic service now and I'm like, wow, this is totally weird. Well, <laughs> everything is weird. To it's, me now. As long as but, they're nice people, I mean, it doesn't matter. As far as viruses go, I mean, my, my view of viruses is, I think viruses form from different stuff being together. Well, it forms into something maybe different than what it initially was. Viruses do morph. They do mutate. 
Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, mutations kind of in viruses. But do you think a virus itself is a living thing? Do you think bacteria is alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely it is. Yeah. No, I, I no, definitely I think it is. And so, I think that could interact with something else to form a virus. So if you think if you think bacteria is alive, I would say you would probably think a virus is alive. I th- I don't know, maybe not. Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, like, bacteria could um, – there's, like, a couple of different things that make something alive, quote-unquote. It's like, can they reproduce? Can they do this or that or that? Or there's, more. like, some weird fucking bullshit list. Like, oh, you hit the checkpoints. You're alive. But uh, <laughs> viruses are, are a little bit strange because they don't hit all the checkpoints to be alive. They They're, like – they're kind of, like, alien. Oh, because they don't like in a. Because they're parasitic, they need they need a host. Yeah, yeah. They host to live on. Yeah. Yeah. Not like an amoeba that can live on its own. Yeah, amoebas could fucking fuck themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's very it's a very strange question. Do you think maybe it's some sort of byproduct of a bacteria? Do you know what I think uh, viruses are? What's that? Have you ever heard of the great old ones? The great old ones? No. Have you ever heard of Cthulhu? I've heard of Cthulhu. I think viruses might be. Roaming the sea. He's roaming the sea. Well, yeah, and, and vi- there's viruses in the sea. Most of the most of life, yeah, exactly, everywhere are viruses, and I think these virus. Well, they're not life. They're not life. Who knows what they are? They're a whole different subsection of reality. There might be things even smaller than viruses that we don't know about that affect life. But I think, I think viruses might be what. H.P. Lovecraft, that racist, was talking about when he thought of Cthulhu and Thurgloth and That sounds very plausible. I mean, that I would that be maybe be I, I don't know. Haven't people like swam swam in the ocean and then got like a like some sort of strangely flushing disease. I, I, when you said it with the oceans before, I could have swore I've heard that before, where they've got a flesh-eating disease when they swam in the ocean somewhere. Well, I I could I could tell you about this. People have had bacterial infections, and in the past 10 years or so, they've been using viruses to kill the bacteria. They would, they would inject virus, vi- viri, viri, into them. Mm-hmm. To kill the bacterial infection. Because also we've been making super bacteria by using penicillin, which is like a fungus. We've been using funguses to kill bacteria, and the bacteria have been becoming stronger and stopping the fungus. But the viruses seem to be stronger than that. We've been using that to kill that. It's it's a weird... It's it's, it's a... it's a weird system. A lot of the vaccines are based on that, right? 
I I thought vaccines were based on um, chicken ovaries and mercury. I don't know what vaccines are made out of. <laughs> well, I, I know, but I think a lot of the science in that is like finding something else, like virally that attacks your system and makes you immune to whatever. Actually, it's, it's a very good idea. It's a very good like. From. What are vaccines made of? Are they viruses? Are they, are they called vaccines because they are viral? To kill the, I don't know what the fuck are. I'm drunk. I think kind of they do, but then then they add all that other bullshit into them to keep their shelf life to them. Is what the stuff that like, you know, they probably come up with something that like, oh hey, it works, but hey, let's add dead like viruses. mercury to it. What the so fuck it is a dead virus for two years? Ostanen just said dead viruses, which is making me think that. <clears throat> If a, if a virus could be dead, that means they could be alive, too. What the fuck is a dead virus? It's like, all right, I'm, I'm so deep into a subject that I can't even comprehend. It's blowing my brain. I need a, I need a virus specialist. Sunspots, too, right? Well, there was a, a – yeah, viruses and, and – not sunspots, but sun What's cycles. What's sun cycle? Yeah. Fun cycle. There's like the because when the sun gets hot, it melts the meteor's tail, and then <laughs> oh fucking <no. laughs> the one tail that nobody wants <laughs> melt that shit all up in there. It's a it's a crazy system. It's a crazy system. Yeah, uh, do you not... do you personally think That, uh, oh man, I've got like five questions in my head right here. Hold on. Let me break it down to one question. Do you know who Dr. Disrespect is? No. (laughs) Well, we're going to hang up on that guy right there. He doesn't know who Dr. Disrespect is. Let's listen to uh, Nicole Einer with Enjoy the Silence. The two-time champ. There we go. He knows what's up. Uncanny. We're going to bring Dr. Disrespect into this virus conversation soon. Speed, momentum, painful to me, violence. Can't you understand? Oh, my little girl, all I ever wanted, all I ever needed was head in my arms. Words are very unnecessary, they can only do. Vows are spoken to be broken Feelings are intense, words are trivial. 
pleasures remain So does the pain Words are meaningless And forgettable All I've wanted All I've ever needed Was hair In my arms Words are very Unnecessary They can only do The ties. Leave candle and incense burning, and comfortably sit or lie without falling asleep. This ritual is to remove any psychic links to a psychic vampire that may have established with you, and should only be used if you're suffering from repeated psychic vampire attacks. When this happens, astral tendrils from the vampire could be linked to the vampire, allowing it to easily find you. Sense these connections. Visualize that they are there and concentrate on dealing with the tendrils and your aura will reject and repel the connections no matter where on your astral body they are. You are symbolically removing them. More to come. Mordecai? Who? I mean, try raising rap. What's going on in the chat room over here? This is uh, crazy this year. Yeah, it is 2.30 in the morning. Let's see, 11, 12, 1, 2. We're at uh, three and a half hours of Nick the Rat Radio right here, which means there's at least 30 more minutes. I've been doing like four-hour shows. Ooh. Oof. 
I drank a shitload. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Uh, we're talking about viruses and how I think that they might be linked to the great old ones. I think uh, Cthulhu was banished to Earth by, uh, what are they called here? He was banished here by, one second, I gotta, I gotta find this. La 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 la. Cause I was, I was like, what? I actually think there are more than one Cthulhu. I don't think Cthulhu is just one person. Are there more than one Cthulhu? This is a good question. If there's any fucking great old one smart people out there, let me know. Cthulhu. 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 More than one? That's a... Is Call of Cthulhu two-player? No. Uh, how many ca- tentacles does Cthulhu have? He was bashed by Earth by Miley Cyrus? No, not by Miley Cyrus. Uh, he's Okay, I can tell you who he's banished to Earth by, but I don't know if there's like more than one Cthulhu. Like There might be multiple Cthulhu's. Hold on. I, I got to find this here. I got this... And look up banished, banished. Uh, from what I can recall, he doesn't choose to live here. He's been banished here. All right, there's there's only one word banished here. What the fuck? Uh, I believe that the elder things are the elder things banished Cthulhu here, and he's been sucking off the power. He's gonna make a comeback. All right, Cthulhu might be here in virus form and he is slowly building power underwater because viruses make up more than like 33% of every quote-unquote living thing on this planet. Yeah, where do viruses come from? Okay, so viruses might have come from a couple of things. They might have been here before us. They might have been here after us. They might have been a um, mutation from us. There's three things they don't know. They don't know. There's no proof. There's that's the that's the thing with science. There's no way to prove anything in science really. the The best way to prove things in science is repetition and math. Repetition and math is not really life. Repetition and math is a very uh, humanistic-centric view of life. Kind of like saying that Earth is the center of the universe, which we know it's not. The sun is kind of like a spaceship for Earth and the nine or eight other planets, eight planets, nine planets. Is Pluto a planet still? It's getting dragged along by the sun. The sun is on a path going somewhere. I'm not too sure. I don't know where the fuck the sun's going, but the sun's going somewhere. And there's enough gravity on the sun to drag all the other planets with it that are spinning around it. It's a fucking incredible system that's happening.
I'm actually surprised that the sun could be going in one direction. And they always show the solar system being fairly flat. It like wobbles. The solar system kind of wobbles like the the revolutions of the planets around the sun wobble. But they're being dragged because the sun is going in one way. So it's they're they're really stuck there. It's much like in atom and electrons. It's very strange how they don't break free, which is probably a good thing because as a traveler on this planet, I don't want to break free. It's a chicken and the egg. It's not really a chicken and the egg. It's just a the yolk of pie is needed to approximately. All right, let's listen to voicemail. 917-719-5923. We got more voicemails like this one. Take three deep breaths. And become aware of the astral body around you. When you can sense its presence, look for areas on your aura that feel wrong. These could be vampire tendrils. Sense the tendrils. Visualize them. Visualize. Solar flares might contribute to viruses. Uh, every who knows every who knows what virus did, uh, we don't know where viruses come from. And the funny thing is, like, there's these lab-grown viruses. What what are those? I was looking. I was trying to do some research. It's like lab viruses. How does how does a man or a human make a virus? I couldn't really find any information. They're like, oh, is, is a coronavirus made in a lab? Yeehaw! But they don't really say how. They were like, we could reproduce it. We could probably take a virus and throw it onto a cell that's human and it'll inject itself and kind of... But it's not really a lab-made thing. Like a lab-made thing, I would think is like, okay, a human did something and made something. Not like a human... It's like a like a virus farmer. It's like, oh, we took a chicken and a hen. They fucked. And they made eggs that were fertile. And they they kind of say like making a fertile egg from a man and a woman chicken is making a virus. Doesn't fucking make sense to me. Sounds not safe for work, indeed. It's a very deep rabbit hole. Very deep rabbit hole. 917 719. Hi. I think I know the rabbit hole that you're going down. Oh, my. I you before. I think this is you again. No. What's the rabbit no, hole? No, I know the rabbit hole that you're going down with the virus. Because there's a guy like that had a video online. Yeah. And it looked like the most like untrustworthy video probably ever. But he went through what happened over in Wuhan with a, a bat uh, that was fighting off, like, every virus that they could, like, apply to the bat. And they wanted to find out what virus they could apply to that bat. And it was some sort of – the guy had a weird name for the bat that was over there, but I guess we can call it just the Wuhan bat. But he was tr- they were trying in some sort of lab over there to inject 
this bat with some sort of virus that would affect it that it couldn't fight off. But and and the thing was the key to it was that uh, vitamin C was showing up in every animal that they tested with where they inject the virus where the the animal would fight off the virus. And for some reason, they couldn't detect vitamin C inside of this bat. That so he had scurvy. The different viruses. So uh, they figured out that finally through the guano of the bat, which is the crap of the bat, yeah, uh, that somehow it was producing vitamin C on demand instead of building it up in their system like other animals do. Okay. And it would some, somehow excrete it where it was only detectable in their guano afterwards. So then they figured out a way to attack the bat with a virus that would uh, ignore the vitamin C content. No, and I, I can see where you're going with this. You're looking over to the, to the side. But th- this is from a video that I saw, and, and I'm not saying <laughs> you, that the guy was right or wrong. Do you know what this whatever, sounds like to me? It. What does it sound like? Like guanu. It sounds like guanu to me. I want. I want. I want like a scientist that made a virus. I want. I want a scientist that made a virus by scratch, not by like fucking fucking one bat with a virus. That just sounds. Uh, that doesn't sound plausible. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Well, as long as the actor you know asked politely. I see no reason to point point him to uh, not to point him to uh, the room containing your children. I mean, it's it's, it's manners, and manners are important. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Important manners are important, much like mansions and shacks and garages. Manners are definitely up there. Hey, Nick the Rat, what's going on? Chilling. Um, check it out. Um. First time I've ever listened to your show, and it seems like you like electronic music, so I figured I'd give you a recommendation. Uh, there's a band group of three individuals who called Above and Beyond, and they have a really great record called Group Therapy, and I think you might dig it. Uh, uh, Alchemy is a good track to start with, and Love is Not Enough will be a second one. Those are my two favorites. Anyways, uh, keep on rocking in the free world, and I hope you get that Nardwar interview. See you later. Fuck yeah, man. Nardwar is... might be too big for me. But if he interviewed me, he'd probably know about Droopy Dog. All right, let's uh, listen to a voicemail of somebody that I told to call me, and he called in while I was on the phone. Hey, this is Ego. Trying to call in. Give me a call back. All right, I'm going to attempt to call them back. I don't know. I can't call them back. It's an unknown number. You have your number blocked, my friend. You're listed as unknown. But you could try to call back now. 917-719-5923. This person called me. Sorry, I was interrupted there. Uh, Sense the tendrils. Visualize them. Open your eyes and see and sense where the astral tendrils are. Ass tendrils. Lift your right hand. Extend a pointer finger and imagine a foot-long beam of yellow light emanating from it. Feel it pulse 
like a sword of energy. Use it to sever the tendrils from your astral body. Burn the edge of each one with the sword after you cut each one. When they're all cut, let the sword peacefully dissipate. Spend a moment feeling your energy body and sense that it is vibrant and sealed. If done right, you'll be purified in a sacred area and free of any links to any psychic vampires. Astral body programming to come. Thank you. Can't I can't wait for part five of that phone call. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hello, Nikki. It's your mother again. Oh, no, no, oh, mom, you no. Weird topic. Mom, I mean, viruses really <laughs> they don't exist, darling. I tried to tell you this before. Please, mom. Well, anyway, I mean, Jack Dillard's in your balls, really? Really, Nikki? Well, you yeah. can do better than this. All right, well, you should call me more. I'm going to get off here. Right. Okay, I'm going to bed. I am very disappointed. Sorry, Mom. Oh, fuck. I, I hate when I disappoint my mom. Well, you know, sometimes she gets disappointed. Don't much I can do. We have a lot of voicemails, so I'm just going to keep going through them. We're almost done with the show. We're almost at the four-hour mark. Oh, this extra ginger beer is by Reed is awesome. Man, I love some ginger beer. It's got to be better than fucking Old English. I'll tell you that much. So you're doing, you're, you're winning. You're winning, Quirkus. 917-719-5923. I think this might be part seven. Astral body programming. Sit comfortably with your eyes closed and concentrate on your astral body. Feel it expand with each inhalation, and contraction with each exhalation. Realize your control of your own astral body. The bigger it gets, the less it'll resemble your shape. When it's like an uh, oval increasing you, encasing you, stop growing it for one minute. Focus on the astral shield and that it cannot be breached. Focus on that part, that that astral oval cannot be breached. And repeat the mantra, I am shielded from all psychic attacks. attacks. I'm protected from all harm. Repeat it with your breathing. Visualize your area and your aura getting brighter with each breath for three breaths and see astral needles forming on your aura. Add more needles while repeating the mantra twice more. Then focus on your aura and repeat the mantra. These spikes shall repel 
all harm Spikes by day and by arm. night. Day and night. Do this three times. She'll in conjunction you. with yes. your breathing. And then say aloud with force. When danger is near, these danger spikes near. shall appear. My then, Fuck. focusing on yourself again, yeah. decrease the astral form with each breath until it's normal again. <sighs> Meditate on that <sighs> for a while. And then, after that, clear your mind and then focus on other things. I wonder if, my if you've done this correctly, today. you've trained your astral body am I doing to throw out today? spikes anytime any negative spiritual energy comes near you. Now, to uh, make sure that this works, after this ritual, you have to take your mind off of it. And for that, I, I recommend... I Watching a, a funny TV show like Arrested Development or Community oh. or Rick and Morty or South Park. I've been uh, I've been watching. Um, uh, what we do when we're dead, or what the dead do when they're dead. It's a pretty good show. Uh, I got a gas blast here. Below are the first ten to twenty of the best erotic novi lines. Novi novel lines. Uh, number one. Oh, I'm going to read some dirty stuff here. Hold on. Number one. His finger, weathered and rough from years on the ranch, danced in and out of her nose like a slimy ballerina. <sighs> Number two. Like the wind, she ran her breast, lurching like a motor boat. Over a wake and then as fluid as fine imported transmission, she whipped out her man organ and pissed away his dreams. Three. Beatrice was on him like a piranha on a corn dog. Four. His body was hard, not like a Milo Savek, the Serbian strongman, but hard. Like the marble on the shower floor when you fall and bang your knee. Number five. Her shoulders heaved like the tiny sobs of snuggles the cat being run through like a roasting spit. This is, this is fucking dirty. This is filthy. Number six. Her embrace. Made his manhood swell like weak old roadkill on hot asphalt in the Georgia sun. Number seven. Her petticoats dropped to the ground, rustling like a cockroach in a sugar bowl. Number eight. As she kissed her way down his manly chest, he felt his amygdalated. Amalgamated Crane Company stock increase in value. <sighs> that one made me wet. That one made me wet. Um, what's number nine? Then he kissed her like a butterfly kisses the windshield of a p 
Porsche on the Autobahn. And finally, finally number ten, her breast heaved like a stormy ocean as he pointed nipples were like hypodermically washed up on the shore. <coughs> I think I got the Rona. Oh, God. That email gave me the Rona. Um, where are we? John Donnie? What the fuck is this? No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less, as well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thy friends or of thine own were. Any man's death diminishes me, because I am involved in mankind, and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Looks like we have a phone call coming in. Hello, caller. Hey, it's Ego. Uh, peace in the Middle East. Yes. And fuck the Romulans. Oh, it's fuck the Romulans person. I I know who this yeah. is now. Right, you know, <laughs> I would love to fuck the Romulans. They kind of they're kind of like kinky. Uh, 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 Spocks. What the fuck was Spock? Yeah, they're like Spocks with the morals. Yeah, Spock was a he wasn't a Romulan. They were oh god, wow! I don't know what Spock was. Hermaphrodites? What are they called? Uh, <sighs> trying to remember the race that Spock was. Oh the my Vulcan? God, the Vulcan! Oh Vulcan. my God! <laughs> wow, yeah, Vulcan! Like I said, I'm a little drank. I'm a little drank. I am very drank. I forgot Vulcan. To come up with that, jeez, I can't believe I forgot Vulcans. I know, right? Did you see a uh, uh, member Yar, uh, Lieutenant Yar? She was like the security commander on Next Generation. I am by no means a Star Trek aficionado, but yes, I do think I remember Yar. Wait, wait, you you were talking about fucking the Romulans? You haven't, oh. and you don't know you're not a Star Trek aficionado. Well, you were talking about fuck the Republicans, fuck the Democrats, fuck the blah blah blahs, and fuck all this, and then so I was like, okay, fuck the Romulans. Yeah. I I might have, I don't know. I wasn't saying. I was saying if you're gonna say fuck one, you gotta say fuck all. But. Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. So fuck, fuck the Romulans. Fuck the Romulans. Fuck them all. Fuck all of them. Well, one time, one time, Lieutenant Yar, she died in The Next Generation, I think in like season one or two on Next Generation, and she came back as a Romulan. Oh. Yeah. And she looked hot in those shoulder pads. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I have, well, I have something for shoulder pads. Maybe what's because... not to like about the Romulans? I mean, except for, for that's why I say fuck them. I mean, well, they have, they got shoulder pads. I mean, you know, you, <laughs> you need something to rest something on when you need to rest something on somebody's shoulder. There, there are times you need to rest things on other people's shoulders. This is this is true. So, how are you? How are you tonight, caller? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This is the first time that I've caught you on Twitch. I'm very excited. Um, I am a No Agenda fan and have listened to you many times. Oh. Um, I love your Halloween specials, particularly. <laughs> I love Halloween. Halloween's a big time for me. I, I love it. Uh, do, you, do you like my artwork for No Agenda? Uh, I love all the artwork for No Agenda. All the ones that get picked. <laughs> Fuck you, Darno. <laughs> he's he's such a mooch, isn't he? He, oh, he wins gonna... everything. He's, he's mad. like the high school is... quarterback that everybody <laughs> loves, but they hate because he does everything. Darno right. is a very he's a very angry person. He's he's actually I think he's angrier than I am. I don't get to listen to the live streams very often. During the week, so I don't get the the, the lead in Darren O'Neill, you know how he. Uh, oh, the pre-show. The pre-show. He's, not, he's not mad on. You have to listen to. Uh, it's called uh, Grumpy Old Benz, or uh, yeah, or actually yeah, yeah. the other one he does. He's uh, Random Thoughts. I think it's Darren O as well. He's got a couple <laughs> of podcasts, but D U M Random Thoughts. But yeah, he then he's he gets. He gets very mad, and he says a, he says a lot of bad words on his on his podcast. But uh, oh, you know it's yeah. It's well, I've been saying a lot of bad words. Well, so you know, far. bad words yeah. are they're fine. As long as you're not putting a curse <laughs> on me. No, 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 no. Cool. I wouldn't do that. Whatever happened to your surfer dude sidekick? He died. <gasps> Did he? I missed that episode. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think it's called uh, Kyle's Bones or Kyle something about something about Kyle dying. It, he died a while ago. Oh, he's a man overboard. Look, he's a man overboard. I'll look it up. Yeah, I miss him. I miss him. I don't think he misses me though. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can do. So I think what prompted you to ask me to call you in was talking about the viruses, and I said something about the oh yeah the viruses being the precursors to life. So you think viruses came before uh, other aspects of life? Like, because do you think viruses are alive? I don't think they're alive in the sense that we think alive is alive, but they. You know, being conscious, being having a purpose of, rep- I mean, they're mindless automatons. They're like cellular robots gotcha. that they are programmed to do what they do 
and they execute that programming, uh, you know. Ooh, so you're that, saying that they're what all they're supposed to do is execute is the program. Do you think that they're do you um do you believe in a programmer? No, no, I do not. So then, who programmed no, viruses? Then it's just random it's, chance. It's of... a chemical. It, it's chemically based. Um, certain types of elements attract other kinds of elements. So when they occur in the same arrangement, or you know. A particular arrangement that um, leads to something else, then you know. So kind of just like one thing leads to another. Fell into place. It just kind of accident. It was all accidental. Accidentally fell into place. Yeah. Well, pretty much. I mean, there there could be. I mean, the universe is wide and vast, and you never know if our in if our little world here was seeded from some other kind of you know uh, something from somewhere else it may have seeded some thing that led to something that led to what we now call life on earth do you, do you think cthulhu might be involved it's possible do you think it might you know? be like some entity that's that's like hugely powerful like a powerful entity might have might be trying to gain more power through these viry programming do you think there might be like a like an evil genius on the other side it might not be a guy it might be like gabe newell with tentacles <laughs> no no i don't subscribe too much to a programmer um yeah what about uh so did viruses come before bacteria or do you think bacteria came before viruses well bacteria are alive bacteria are multicellular organisms so virus are not cellular they're just dna they are a protein shell with dna inside them that lands on a cell injects the dna replicates it and then spits it all back out so they're like like the virus they're like half a bacteria then, right? <laughs> They're less than half a bacteria. Because a bacteria has a nucleus that has all the DNA in it. Ah. So and so they're like little pieces. Maybe, well, do you think viruses maybe came first then? And maybe one day viruses kind of came yeah. together to make a bacteria? Yes, absolutely. Huh. I, I, I think the virus happened first. Because the, the the reproduction of the virus and yeah. the DNA and the RNA and all those, so an RNA. So the difference between DNA and RNA, and I'm no expert, mind you. I'm a layman and all of this stuff. But you know, they call DNA like a right hand and a RNA like a left hand, or I may have that backwards even. So the way they replicate themselves is kind of opposite of each other. And we are DNA organisms. And the difference between the RNA ones is, um, and see, I'm already beyond my own <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> well, I know, I know um, DNA kind of like, they kind of like split and then they remake themselves into more, they kind of like, 
zipper. They inject themselves into it and then, yeah, and then replicate themselves so they spit everything else out. But the difference between RNA and DNA is the... And and all I remember is one is a right hand and one is a left hand. And so a lot of people say that you can't get a right hand DNA evolution from a left hand RNA source. But and, you know, even the tests for the, um, you know, to see if you have the um, antibodies for the COVID stuff. They're RNA tests. Whenever they talk about RNAs, um, you know, they're they're looking for the yeah ribosomes or um, they're testing to see if they can actually find the RNA to see if you are COVID positive. They that's what they're looking for. And but what they're not it, looking it like connects for, to the DNA sort of. They're yeah. looking for like puzzle pieces. Right. It's a it's a very specific test for this kind of a substance. It's like trying to find is there copper? You know, it's like an element based molecular level test to see is this present. Do you know how I find copper? I, I usually like if you lick a penny, you could taste it. If you cut your mouth, you taste copper. It's very true. The blood, because there's copper in your blood. That's the taste you feel you're, when when you're tasting blood is copper. So we should give Corona tests where we lick people. <laughs> just, oh, there you, it's, oh, and what would that taste like? Strawberry or watermelon? <laughs> what do you think? I would, I'd hope watermelon because... <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people think watermelon tastes like puke. So. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't like cherry taste. Cherries kind of gross when it's like fake a fake cherry taste is disgusting <laughs> but uh i'm down for the other two two flavors or iron it could be iron oh yeah it's iron yeah. not iron copper all right yeah it's definitely iron's in the blood uh you might have some copper in your blood but copper has do you ever lick a nine volt battery oh boy yes I have done that yeah, once on a dare, and I never did it again. But you'll never forget it. <laughs> I'll never but forget it. It's it is sort of like a puzzle piece that once it hits, you're like, that's what it is. It's kind of like a smell. It's electrifying. Stuff, yeah, it's yeah. you could you know you could pick out a smell too. <laughs> like I've smelled a dead body once, and I'll never forget that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've not smelled a dead body that's overripe anyway. Well, other than yeah. critters that crawl into my oh, well, airport yeah. I think uh, I'm actually too sure. I think maybe human-sized dead bodies are just like more than critter-sized, but it's sort of the same. It's yeah, it's like necrosis has a smell. Ugh. Yeah, recently in uh, my house, we were smelling something dead. We couldn't find it. We <laughs> looked all over the carport. It was one of those weird things where did you would you, smell it, and then it you would there? not. Or did you find it? And so you would walk all around. you try <laughs> to find it, you know, try to play hound dog. Where is this smell coming from? And I could not find it. We still haven't found the source of the smell. have uh, no idea. But there is something dead somewhere. in the general vicinity. <laughs> And where I'm at now, 
is a community with a lot of very retired people, extremely retired people. Could be a neighbor. And I wish I could call in a health check somewhere <laughs> on one of these houses, but I don't know where to call it in. Well, you could hire me. I'll come yeah. and sniff them out. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you would. Uh, yeah, we need we need a, a corpse dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got dogs that can smell anything. Like they can smell weed or bombs, or I'm sure they have like corpse sniffing dogs. They do have corpse sniffing dogs. They absolutely do. I mean, um, oh, like yeah, like I in TV shows when they're in the in woods Georgia. and they're looking for people in the woods. It's probably the corpse smelling dogs. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, so the ones that get lost on the trails and national parks. It's so fucked. Or up. on lakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they have them. It's a thing. Those poor dogs—they probably like make the dog smell a dead person, and then they give them a treat. <laughs> it's no right. <laughs> they go to one of those corpse farms. Have you heard about those? <laughs> Where they have a bunch of dead—they put a bunch of dead bodies out and put them in cages, and they track them to see how they decay. And so every once in a while, they must take a herd of dogs out there <laughs> and say. Hey, this is what you're looking for. Do Do you think maybe viruses come around, sort of like these dogs? Like, <laughs> there's like, there's probably like. Are a... you trying to get us back on topic here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but <Sorry>. also, <laughs> it's also just like a thought. Like, there might be something that we don't know about that is like, hey, virus. This is what a bacteria is like. You could replicate if you latch onto it, because like, what's the Unless it's just like random chance, it could just be a random chance thing. But there, the viruses latch on to these things. How does it know these things even exist? Why are there viruses that have latches for something that doesn't exist at all? That so just, think of it like a magnet. That are, okay, yeah. so the virus has magnets attached to it. Yeah, but what are and magnets? whenever they get what's that? What are ma magnets? Are crazy too. I know. So whenever the virus gets close to something like the opposite polarity of the magnet, then it goes click and it just clicks into that. And then, and then that's when all the magic starts happening. But it's not just positive and negative. So a, a magnet only works with two polarities. They have the north polarity and the south polarity. And so when they click in, those are the only two. But with with viruses, they have different. That's what the spikes are. They're yeah, they, protein they, things that that click into the cells that allow them to. But it has attack. to be like well, actually. Well, you're not an expert, but it, there has to be more than one though, because I'm sure one latch could hit one latch of any type and always latch, but it needs to hit like well, multiple latches. But how many latches does it need? Right. Because if it was just one, it would latch onto everything. No, well, maybe I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a virus expert. But that's that's how immunity works. Is that immunity says your body creates things that latch onto the virus before it latches onto your cells. Uh, so they click onto the virus, and then that flushes your virus from the system because it so can't that it doesn't go. have time to latch to your cells. Oh man, life is weird as fuck. It is weird. <laughs> it absolutely is. And so all those spikes that you see in all the drawings of the things, those are little protein things that 
when it gets close to a cell, then those like click into each other like Lego blocks and they go, oh, I can match here. Click. Wait, are antiviruses viruses for viruses? (laughs) No, they're not viruses for viruses because what a virus does is it replicates. The antivirus doesn't replicate. Injects the DNA. Just a block. And then the DNA replicates and then it spits out a bunch of copies of the virus. It kind of makes a factory out of it. What an antivirus does is it kind of cloaks the virus so it can get shuttled out of your body. It's kind of like a like a VPN system. By the way, Nick the Rat definitely yeah. suggests that you use Sir Memrose's VPN. It's a great VPN system. <laughs> the white noise, shh, static. You can't find anything in there. It is like a VPN. <laughs> yes, it cloaks everything inside, and your body just says. I need to shed this right out. I'm going to ignore it. And that's what a VPN does, is it cloaks your data. Yeah, it does. Oh, man. Uh, caller, thank you for yeah. calling in. I, I need to uh, 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 I need to cloak my radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, time, it's time to go cloak, fully cloak like the Romulans. It definitely <laughs> And don't forget that the the Federation did it too with the uh, D- Deep Space Nine. What's that fucking ship called? <laughs> You're not a Trek fan, though. Fuck. Ugh. All right. I'm not a deep Trek fan. I'm a semi Trek. Do you know the Deep Space Nine ship that uh, the Federation made to fight the the? Oh God. I've watched the show. I haven't memorized the episodes. Let me just say they fought that. that group of lizard people with the shapeshifters. The uh, they had a name. Oh, I'm beating the shit on myself here. So yeah, Cisco borrowed Romulan. The Defiant, the Defiant, the Defiant. There we go. The Defiant, and they were fighting against the the. There was a stupid name like the. Jem Hadar was part of them. Okay, I'm gonna go nerd out over here. But uh, thanks for the call right. and. Uh, Right. No problem, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks Thank for you asking so... me to call in. Peace. Uh. All right. 917-719-5923. The, the evil people? Not the founders. The founders Everyone were... listening has to remember you got to let go of all of your negative feelings. Dominion. All of your negative thoughts. Everyone only has so many fucks to give. You can't give your fucks to bullshit. Because otherwise, if you give your fucks to bullshit, you're going to be easy to fuck with. Okay? Imposter. But if you save all of your fucks for the shit that truly matters in your life, you will become unfuckwithable. What? And that is another part to that ritual. You need to focus on the good shit in your life. You need to nurture all of the positivity that you see around you. And you need to let go of all the bullshit around you. Okay. That is the secret to protecting yourself. (sighs) 
That is a secret to finding the happiness in yourself. And that is actually the secret to why I, Stillwater, am so happy. That was Stillwater this whole time? Love you guys. Kisses, faggots. Go fuck yourself. Oh, he's talking about phages. Phages are uh, viruses that attack bacteria. Thank you for mentioning that. I totally forgot. They're like rod-shaped. <laughs> Yo, bacteria are crazy, and uh, viruses are crazy. Let's speed this along. We're going to do one more voicemail, then we're going to do a clip, and we'll play some music, and then we're going to do the thing, and then we get the fuck out of here. It's fucking late. F- fuck you. Here we go. Voicemail. Rod. Hello. This is the real Dr. Fauci. That other person you were talking to oh, is no. an imposter. He is Dr. Fauci. F-A-U-X-C-I. Okay. Now, I must tell you that the, the viruses in space are not in stasis. It is called space stasis or space stasis. This is the correct term. You, this other person is a complete imposter and should be should be should have his dick hit with a club until dead by viruses. Thank you, I'm Dr. Fauci. Wear your mask. Oh man. Uh, Alright, one more voicemail. Yes. Hi. My name is Bob Belcher and I found this podcast. On my daughter Tina's podcast, listen thingy. I, look, I didn't even know she knew how to work a computer. Uh, I found this among various other podcasts, and I'm. I just hope Tina's not having. She's not. Look, she's not having sex with with my sir. Rodents, is she? God, oh God, Tina! Tina! Uh, one second. Tina, keep twerking right there. Keep doing that. Yeah, Tina. That's how I like it. Uh, caller, I'm sorry if uh, you're looking for your Tina. She turned on you. <laughs> Let's uh, relax. Uh, Stillwater is call. A little bit weird at the end there, bro. You know, hey. But kind of funny with uh, something more disrespectful than that. Maybe a Dr. Fauci. No, a doctor that has a thing in disrespect. The trick, right? With the hybrid language that I've that I've come to understand and come to appreciate. Right. The hybrid language being Chinese, Vietnamese, uh, Taiwanese and uh, Japanese all blended into one. Right. You can go off any syllable you want, right? So let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and go off with an S, right? Snake sound. Think about it. Ready? Here we go. Right? A lot of S's. Now we can go to the T's. Wait for it. Right? 
How about the chas? How about ch? Ch? C H? Ch? Chaba wakame? Chaba chamana namawache? Chua kumtawa shamawa? Chua nanakshinene? Right? Okay? It's just a couple little things. E. Nolan donated three dollars. Is yikes! Looking rough today, Doc. Right? What are you talking about? Ten victories, a little bit of stubble, still absolutely gorgeous. Complexion a little greasy because I'm sitting in a command center that's 98 degrees, and I've got seven fans down here by the marble bag. What the hell you want me to do, huh? <laughs> by the marble bag. <laughs> oh, Doctor D makes me laugh. Uh, ruined by Icarus uh, base cannon. Let's get this party started. We're going into overtime. The marble bag. It's important. Dr. D, come back! Where'd you go? Is your body on Wayfair? Did you make a shirt on NBA.com with Hong Hong in it? Where are you, Dr. D? Nick Durant can do good work. Yes. And we can do, he, he can do great work. Nick Durant! Can 
to let you know right now, man, you're doing great stuff, and I fucking love you, man, you're so rock. Nick the Rat! Gotta get hard, man. Okay! The owls are not what they seem. When you pull your dick out, and she pulls hers out, that is chaos. That is unexplored territory. You didn't expect that. You don't know what to do. And that is the belly of the beast. Which is why the most heroic thing you can do is fap to traps. You're willingly venturing into the underworld, into the unknown. You're facing that chaos with courage, with one foot still standing in order. That's what a hero does, man. I don't know if that was really Peterson there. Uh, we're going to fly through the voicemails now, that whatever's left, and we're just going to end the show because I'm fucking sleepy. We've been doing this for like four hours here. One man show, four hours. I don't know if you respect that. I know I don't. Nick the Rat, this is 42nd President of the United States, William Jefferson Clinton. Bill? Billy? And I just wanted to say your show and the sewer from which you broadcast may be one of the filthiest things I've seen on the internet. Oh my God. I cannot believe my people didn't show it to me years ago. Thanks for all you do for this great nation. Oh, thank, oh God. Thank you, Bill Clinton. Thank you so much. You were an, you were an asshole, but you were a great sax player. Let me tell you. And you also, you fucking know how to decorate a dress. Thank you for all you've done for our country. Uh, 917-719-5923. I don't know who calls red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. 917-719-5923. This is a long voicemail that has nothing involved in it. Let me see if I have any gas blast here. Give an update to my uh, Tinder account. My grinder. Alright. Looks like... Uh... Ooh. And Jimmy, I'll give you a call. 917-719-5923. This is Karen. I don't appreciate you talking about my product, KY. Oh. Me and Yolanda's product. Talking about it on your air. Actually, it's a little bit of a native ad for you, huh? A little native ad. Huh? Thanks, Nick the Rat. You know, I have to pay you back sometime. I won't even have to talk to your manager. Bye, Nick the Rat. Bye. Uh, I guess I just want to end this show about viruses with uh, geese. 
Geese are perverted. Figured it out. That's why when you, uh, if you were to pinch a lady's ass, they call it a goose. So goose must, geese must be the most perverted creature in the world. Because even if you're not a, a an, an avian creature, they call it a, a goose. They're mean. Yeah, they're mean. They're perverted. They're perverted mean creatures. And maybe that's why Dr. Disrespect was kicked off Twitch. We'll never find out. Maybe we'll find out one day. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you had a a blast in the sewer this week. I hope you learned something about viruses, about Cthulhu, about uh, what you shouldn't or should flush down the toilet, Uh what Dr. Fauci thinks you should do to make a woman uh, ejaculate on your shoes. Was that? And also, don't forget to donate to Nick the Rat at NickTheRat.com. Donate button. Ugh, that's... That leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Anyway, I hope this song washes that nasty flavor out. Uh, I hump Oz Tunnen back. I goose come on Oz Screwed as well. And thank you, NetNed. Thank you, Quirkus. Thank you, Zigo67. It's nice to see some fresh faces in here. Thank you, Bushi. Even though you said you would never come back. Welcome back. <laughs> Don't take anything too seriously, my friend. Just take fucking shit seriously that need to be serious. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, not yet at least. Who knows? There might be another wave coming. Either way, let's uh, end the show. We'll be back next week with more Nick the Rat Radio. We have the Bushwicker with Deep Blue Sea. And whenever I see Deep Blue Sea, I think of uh, a female with a very uh, cavernous sexual area. Waffles, blue sea. Ducky, love you, Ducky. Stay awesome. Deep blue sea, Deep pussy. Deep Sure, in Chile, where they kissed 500 women, maybe more. But then he only smiled and said, There's no one gal for me. I'll fight 
the gale, harpoon the whale, and sail the deep blue sea. Now Willie was the roving kind, at least he thought he was. But just like you and just like me, his roving's done because a blue-eyed gal has scuttled him. That's how it had to be. She drowned him in two blue eyes, just like the deep blue sea. Deep blue sea, Willie. Memory. In the valley of Nis, the accursed waning moon shines thinly, tearing a path for its light with feeble horns through the lethal foliage of a great opus tree. And within the depths of the valley, where the light reaches not, move forms not meet to be beheld. Rank is the herbage on each slope, where evil vines and creeping plants crawl amidst the stones of ruined palaces, twining tightly about broken columns and strange monoliths, and heaving up marble pavements laid by forgotten hands. And in trees that grow gigantic in crumbling courtyards leap little apes, while in and out of deep treasure vaults writhe poison serpents and scaly things without a name. Vast are the stones which sleep beneath coverlets of dank moss, and mighty were the walls from which they fell. For all time did their builders erect them, and in sooth they yet serve nobly, for beneath them the grey toad makes his habitation. At the very bottom of the valley lies the river Than, whose waters are slimy and filled with weeds. From hidden springs it rises, and to subterranean grottoes it flows, so that the daemon of the valley knows not why its waters are red, nor whither they are bound. The genie that haunts the moonbeams spake to the daemon of the valley, saying, I am old, and forget much. Tell me the deeds and aspects and name of them who built these things of stone. And the daemon replied, I am memory, and am wise in lore of the past, but I too am old. These beings were like the waters of the river Than, not to be understood. Their deeds I recall not, for they were but of the moment. Their aspect I recall dimly, for it was like to that of the little apes in the trees. Their name I recall clearly, for it rhymed with that of the river. These beings of yesterday were called man. So the genie flew back to the thin-horned moon, and the daemon looked intently at a little ape in a tree that grew in a crumbling courtyard. Don't kill animals! Rats have rights! Fight on! 
Christ.